Because we'd get in very serious trouble. Uh, it's Monday afternoon. Hello, Harry Krishna, ex- all that stuff. What a- uh, excellent. Monday means it's nearly Friday again, so don't panic. Oh, it's the beginning of the week. Don't matter. It's nearly the end of the week. That's how I see it. Uh, 0870 if you want to give us a call, Ian, at lbc.co.uk. Thank you, Joanna Rayburn. Uh, my builders didn't come round today. They've given themselves, they've given themselves a day off. Is that normal behaviour? Are they allowed to do that? I, I had to go out early this morning, and they weren't there when I left. It wasn't that early, actually. It was half nine. They're normally there about seven, half seven. I went at half nine, they weren't there. Uh, and I, I deliberately stayed out a bit longer than I was going to, because I didn't really want to see them. And then when I came back to my flat about twelve, they still weren't there. They hadn't turned up. I left for work about half twelve, they weren't there. They just had given themselves, do you know what? We're making such slow progress on Ian's bathroom, we might as well give ourselves a day off uh, and not come in and put the whole project back even more. It was supposed to take a week and a half. They're two days off, it being a week and a half, and they're nowhere near it. The bath is still in the wrapping in the spare room. I've not even seen the toilet yet. Anyway, so not in the best of moods, and just before coming on air, I was uh, sitting back in these rather, I can't do it on this one, these rather fine chairs that we have, I was behind the glass, I was having a production meeting with my team, Lady Alex, Agent Chris, excellent stuff, uh, leaning back on the chair, hands behind my back, and I tipped, so I left a cup of, full of water on a ledge... And it all, it, it kind of half went down my back. My ninja-like reactions, that's why I did turn the heating up. My ninja-like reactions, uh, managed to move me out of the way and save myself from too much embarrassment. Yes, I've got a wet shoulder, I can live with that. I can live with that. Uh, I am woman, hear me roar. 0870 is the telephone number. Now, uh, last night's Triple M, generally a success. Apart from one or two idiots, generally a success. And pretty good stuff uh, on last night. Ten till uh, one, Sunday evenings, if you don't know about that. Thank you to everyone that took part. On the way home, drove through Kentish Town. Now, I, I, was, I, I drove past, it was, what was it, about half past one, twenty past one, something like that. And there are a lot of characters there, a lot of crazy, colourful people dressed up in fantastic outfits. And I, I saw what I thought was someone in fancy dress. I thought I saw someone wearing a policeman's uniform in fancy dress. Now, uh, the reason I thought it was fancy dress, because this guy had a beard that was, was about six inches long. His beard was six inches long. But I looked, and I stopped at traffic lights, and I looked at this guy. He was a real copper. His uniform was so spot on, he could only be a real copper. Now, I thought that the police force were not allowed to have beards. Because the obvious thing is, if I wanted to, I could grab this man's beard, pull him down onto my fist, and give him a bunch of, uh, fives. It's like, it's like, it's like uh, operating a blind system. <laughs> so surely, it, it, it's obvious, isn't it? Policemen should not be allowed to have beards. Simple as. 0870 If you disagree with me, well, then you're a fool. I'd be surprised if you can put forward a strong argument. Uh, maybe this guy had slipped through the net. Maybe it is wrong for the police to have beards. And this guy had somehow, somehow, uh, evaded detection. Uh, 0870 Is the phone number if you want to take part at any point today. And you haven't got to talk about that. You can talk about anything you want. Pretty much within reason. Jonathan's in the Hammersmith. Oh, yeah, yeah, about the beard and the policeman. Yes. No, it shouldn't be allowed. Definitely not. Because also, say the policeman had done something inappropriate and you wanted to report him, of course he wouldn't because the police were all wonderful, but say, how would you be able to recognise? Because people with beards all look the same, don't they? 
Well, no. <laughs> People with beards. Hey, well, what inappropriate thing do you think this poli- a policeman might have done? Well, I don't know. Say he was a Los Angeles policeman in the loo that, that you went to. I oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, no, hey. but, but, but people with beards don't look like... I, I, I'm a big fan of the beard, and when my uh, filming job finishes in two weeks' time, I'm going to grow a beard again. Oh, I think... But, uh, no, I think beards are gross, Ian, on anybody. Remember Shut you up. About, Shut up, Jonathan. Seriously, you know you were talking about women with moustaches last, yes. last week. Yeah. Well, I agree totally. I can't stand a man or a woman that's got hair on the top lip. It's horrible. Is, ah, okay. Is this just because? I'm guessing, Jonathan, you are unable to grow a beard yourself. Yeah, There we go. <laughs> it's a little bit of testosterone jealousy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That comes into it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, there's a little bit of jealousy there, probably. But it also it's not nice if you want to kiss either a woman or a man, is it? And well, got- some women love it. Some women like kissing a man with a beard. Yes, it leaves a bit of stubble rash, but then again, they like that. They like their faces being a little bit red. And if any women can back me up on this, 0870-9090-973. They like their faces being a bit red because it means they're they're passionate and fiery and feisty. Well, so if they're going around with red red lips on their face, and not lipstick, I mean, but red lips, you'd think that was a passionate, fiery woman. Mmm, who's ready for it any time, any place, (laughs) anywhere. School time? What time is it? Oh, no, they're not out yet. No, no, no we can, we can, I can be faintly mucky till about, uh, quarter to four, then I've got a... Quarter to four. Oh, well, that's right. See, I, I never know when to, when not... Oh, this helicopter going overhead again, they're looking for me, I think. Yes, that wouldn't yeah. be, uh... So, did Jonathan, my builders gave themselves a day off today. Dreadful, I heard that. Dreadful. Absolutely dreadful. But how can they do that? It's out of order. Seriously, I've had a conservatory built, no names mentioned, but I've had a conservatory. How long do you think to build a conservatory on the side of my house? Three, three weeks. Three weeks. All right, how about two years? You are having a laugh. Still not now, seriously. It's still not. I don't want to mention too much because no. there might be legal procedures. Well, then let's say no more about it, yeah, but it's, exactly. uh, it's amazing. And I was watching Property... I watched Property Ladder last night. I had it on the Sky Plus. That Sarah Beanie's delicious, isn't she? Yes, yeah, I must admit, for a girl, I definitely, mm. there are no more men in the world, definitely. Okay, well, yeah, okay. But she was, uh, uh, and I always get inspired when I watch Property Ladder. At the moment, my flat is filthy because of all of the dust, and I've got a bath in the spare room, I've got pipes in the hall, everything is everywhere and it's filthy. And I was getting a little bit down about it over the weekend and last night, but I watched The Property Ladder and I got inspired by seeing Sarah Beanie and seeing how uh, she motivated these two couples to do up these houses and make lots of money. I'm thinking, yes, I'm inspired, I can do this, I can see this through to the end, it will be worth it, and then they didn't turn up. Oh, no, no. Can you, I mean, you're in the know, you're a famous pro, can you get Sarah Beanie to come round and give you a bit of, uh, showing you how to do things? I would love to get Sarah Beanie around to show me how to do things. And, uh, do you know, I've, I've met her a few times, and, uh, she knows that I, uh, I, she knows that I fancy her. She knows that, because I have, have made, uh, no, no bones about it. Uh, but no, she will not come around to my house. Oh, no, no. She is, she, I must admit, she seems like a really nice person. She said once in Heat magazine that after Graham Norton, I was her TV pin-up. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. What yeah. a compliment that yeah, is. What a compliment that was, yes. Oh, that's a tremendous compliment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah especially from one so lovely. Yes, there we go. Oh, Do- nice. But she looked like... Did you not notice that one period of probably ladder, yes. she looked like she was pregnant, then not pregnant, then... Well, she was. Like, She's yeah. had about three babies or something. Oh, right, because I wondered does... if they filmed it in sequence or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, she does a Davina McCall, and every pro- series of property ladder, she has a baby. Oh, right. <laughs> She's in seems to be planning. Jonathan, good move on. Thank you very much. Uh, 0870-90-973. Uh, 
90973 is the phone. Now, all of them invited to a screening of 66 from the producers of Billy Elliot and About a Boy, Helena Bonham Carter and Catherine Tate. In the first, I'm all right, cheers. Thank you. Steve! Hello, mate. Hello, Steve. Yeah, I'm, I'm, do you know what? I'm, I'm okay, everything considered. Well, I can, I can tell you're only okay, because you've got to change your attitude, Ian. Uh-oh. You've got to change your attitude. Okay, tell me why. Well, just, just because, you know, you've got to look on the, on the positive side of things. What, what, you, what? You leant back on your chair. Yes. And, and a cup of water went all the way down your back. Yep. It could have been coffee. It could have been coffee or a can of that Coca-Cola that I see well, is up go. there, yes. It could... so, I mean, you're having a good day so far. Well, the thing is, though... Steve, there shouldn't be anything on that ledge. That should be free from all drinks. No, it's no, no, but, it, but there was something on the ledge. Yes. And it was very positively water. Mm. Fantastic. I tell you, go, go and buy a lottery ticket. I, I, I am unable to share your optimism. <laughs> I, pe- people like you, Steve, make me slightly uncomfortable. I can't... How You do get people like that, don't you, that turn every negative into a... Po- it could have been worse. It could have been worse. It could have taken your leg off. Huh? Your mum could have died. It could have been worse. The whole house could have exploded. Oh, and that reminds me. Oh, it's uh, with Steve Allen at weekends. No, uh, I was, uh, you know, I was banging on on Friday about getting the electrician to do a, a little bit of extra work for me, fixing the uh, um, extractor fan in the kitchen. I, I fixed it myself, and I shall tell you how a bit later on. I fixed, a, I fixed an extractor fan and a washing machine again this weekend. I have been, uh, kind of quite manly. Uh, 0870-9090-973 is the phone number if you want to take part. Ian at lbc.co.uk. Can any girls back me up and say, yes, you do like kissing a man with a beard because you like the, the red stubbly, stubble rash that you get? Uh, it'd be good to have a little bit of support on this one. Time for the LBC 97.3 Travel News now with Amanda Redman. We're still focusing... Just good friends. Ron's in the old Kent Road. Hi, Ian. Hello, Ron. Hi. I just wanted to comment on the uh, beard subject. Yes, sir. A police officer should not be allowed to have beards. Well, yeah, I, I think so as well. Um, I could set fire to that beard. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I was with the armed forces uh, some years ago, and... Does that, mean, of... does that mean the army? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> part of the reasons why... Hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Is army short for armed forces? No, because what? armed forces covers navy. But what, what is what does it, what is army short for anything? Have I, am I, I might be sounding really stupid here, but I'm going to go with this until we reach a logical conclusion. Is... No, army army is uh, a group of soldiers. Uh, ah. Yeah, I, I know that. <laughs> but is it short for anything? No, because you're armed for your army. <laughs> but hang on, so you're backing up my original my uh, despite making bad <laughs> jokes, you're backing up my original thing that army is short for armed. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, I can see you're getting a little bit com- uncomfortable here, Ron, and that's fine. I don't, you don't want to dwell too much on it. It's all get, causing flashbacks. So, go, go on, then. What have we, go on. Well, basically, uh, we have to shave every day. Uh, yes. Part of the reason was health oh. and safety and also uh, uniformity. Every day? Well, yeah. yeah so, you, can't, you can't go a couple of days and get a little bit of... Uh... No, you can't. No, no, no. You get punishment. You get but punished? My... Wow. Yeah. I, I hate my... shaving every day, and if I do shave every day, I always get a rash and have to cut myself, and it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, anyway, we're really getting anywhere with this one, aren't we? Yeah. Um, oh, there's more. Is that? Yeah. No? Um, oh. But the thing is, so nowadays you, you get like people like Sikhs and whatever religion they are. They join the armed forces. Yeah, oh dear. And they can't. They are allowed to go their beers. But yeah, yeah. Uh, if you wear gas mask or respirators, as you put it, I, um, 
you, you got leaks, and that's one of another reasons why you had to shave. Because when you put your respirator on for training or for operation, yes, then it doesn't leak. Yeah, um, so I don't know how they're going to survive. So with the police, I think it should be shave. You're allowed to have a moustache, I think. Okay, you're, you, you, Ron. You, let's be honest. You're just making this up, aren't you? No, no, I'm not. Okay, uh, Paul. Hello, Ian. How are you doing? I'm fine. Hey, with that conversa- I, I struggled with that conversation. It was going nowhere. I did as well. I had 40 winks in the middle yes, of it. Yes, 40 winks is a good phrase, 40 winks, isn't it? Oh, it is. Do it you is. know what? I could murder 40 winks. I got to sleep last night about half past two. I woke up at about seven o'clock. Oh, that's not nice. I need 40 winks. I've can- I'm supposed to be going to the gym tomorrow. I'm supposed to be there at seven in the morning. I've cancelled that. I woke up in anticipation of the builders coming round, because they normally come round about half seven, and you can hear them blowing off in my kitchen. You can. I the other day, they came in, and they don't start work till about eight, but they'll come in about seven, and they'll make themselves cups of tea, and you just hear them blowing off and stuff, and you think, oh, hang on a minute, a, I don't want that. And I feel uncomfortable being I- I- in my bed on my own, in my boxers, knowing there are two full men who could quite easily overpower me. Uh, and they're, they're, they're breaking wind downstairs. It's dis- <laughs> no, no. It disgusts me, Paul. It really <laughs> no. does. So I, I, I wake up hoping to wake up before they come in. And do you know what? I woke up a whole 24 hours before they came in. Yeah, and they still didn't come in. They've not, they've not been in today. What, what's oh, going on? Never mind. And also, another thing. Uh, the guy, uh, sorry to go on about my house, but it's re- real life, real life. It's quite, it's quite interesting. It's a real life, real London. I mean... Ian, you can talk about your house. Did you hear that potty mouth, mouth um, Madame Thatcher this morning? Oh, uh, Carol Thatcher filling in for Nick Ferris? Yeah! No, no, I no, mean, no, I don't no. listen to Nick Ferris at all, but I occasionally put the news on and I heard Carol Thatcher, oh, I'll have a little listen. Yeah. She's dirty! Really? In what way? She's talking about lunch boxes. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, well, very rude. I'll, I'll be tuning in tomorrow for some of that. But the, du- the builder dude um, uh, left a message. He wrote a message on my wall. He's going to put tiles and paint over it. It's fine. He wrote a message saying uh, how many tiles I needed. It was only 14 boxes in the end, which is good. Uh, and he said the electrician is coming on Saturday morning, 8 o'clock, uh, and uh, we'll be there Monday morning. He misspelled electrician and he misspelled morning. That, he- that worries me, actually. He crossed out morning and wrote it again correctly. That, that does worry me. If somebody was interfering with where I live and they couldn't even spell their job, yes. the job of someone else. Exactly. They're nice, oh. nice lads, but, I, you know, it would be nice if they were there today. It would be nice if they were there at all, really, yes, wouldn't it? it would be. Anyway, Paul, can I just say, we're mm-hmm. 22 and a half minutes into the show, but we have had zero women calling. Zero. Yeah, I know. I think they're, um, I, I think they're probably busy putting their makeup on for you, Ian. Steady on, Paul. Come on, let's not stereotype and be, uh, sexist. Well, no, I mean, but they like to, uh, I get the impression from the women that call in. Yes. They like to freshen themselves up for you. I should hope they do. Nothing worse than a, uh, a dirty woman. I didn't mean it like that. Didn't mean it like that. Uh, well, maybe some people, maybe some people do freshen up before they come on the air. Oh, I expect so. Or they might just be sort of, the kids might be out late from school and stuff. And do you freshen up before you come on the air? Are you talking to me? Well, are you Anne? Oh, sorry, I beg your pardon. I don't see anybody else here. <laughs> I, I, for one second, I, I looked away from the phone. Freshen up before I come on the air? Do you, do you have to look at the phone to be on it? No, no, no. But I, um... Your, e- your ear had moved away. You'd listen oh, my to... whole face moved away. I looked at something Ooh. in the kitchen. What did you see? A spider? Up here. Don't talk about those to me, please. I had an enormous one in the, gar- um, in the kitchen the other day. Good girl. 
<laughs> the spy. She means spider. She means spider. Oh, you are so, atrocious. So, Anne, have have you freshened up to come on the air? I freshen up all the time because you never know who you're going to meet. Mm. I'm going to pop out in a minute. I won't be able to hear all of the show because I'm going to Manchester tomorrow. All right. My Polish driver friend is taking me. Oh, say to him. Say to him. Uh, how, do, how do you say thank you for a lovely uh, journey? Dziękuję uh, is thank you. There's, there's a week. There's, a, there's a, a, a. I used to have a Polish friend, and uh, I've got lots of Polish friends. The, but his, he, when uh, his dad would drive us around, and we used to be able to say thank you for driving us. It's something like popacz na moje górek. Oh, I bet that's rude. No. You're you're like the loaded of the air, aren't you? Really. Uh, but without the hot chicks. Uh, pop, pop, <laughs> you wish. Seriously, popacz na moje górek. I'll, I'll try. Okay, have a go. How do you, did you say to get once more? Popach. Popach. Namoy. Namoy. Ogurek. Ogurek. I'm going to write that down. Popach Namoy Ogurek. Popach Namoy. What's the other one? Ogurek. Ogurek. I bet that's rude. No, it's not. It's thank. It's something like thank you for driving me Jean so kindly. Yeah, it's thank you. But well, it's it's obviously you know like it's cheers or something. It might be. It might, no, yeah. cheers is not driving. All right, steady on. It's it's something like that. All right. It's well, not... whatever. Yes, it might be. Thanks for a great. Oh well, no, you said that, didn't you? Yes. But um, yeah, it's it's obviously something. I'll I'll report back. Excellent. Um, Wednesday. Thank you. Regarding men with beards. Um... Right, Paul, Paul, you don't mind if Anne jumps the queue a bit, do you? No, not at all. This oh, I do is... beg your pardon. No, oh, oh, that's all right, Anne. You freshened up before you came on. Sorry, no. <laughs> she always freshens up. She well, never knows who to she's going to be. You yes. have to. You have to. Fresh woman. Yes. You have to be right on the ball for Ian. Yes. He likes it on the ball. I'm sure he does. Um, right. Uh, men with beards. My first husband sometimes had a beard, sometimes didn't. Yes. And it suited him. He was Latin American. Mm. Second husband, English, always had a beard. Yeah. Um, it sort of suited him, yeah. Do you like the feel of being grabbed roughly, yet with emotion, <laughs> pulled towards you passionately, and having a beardy man kiss you with all of the might of the world? Darling, I'm not desperate, but I don't care if he's got a beard or not. <laughs> oh, God, that sounds <laughs> no, a bit pathetic. Regarding policemen with beards, they yes. can have beards, because I've seen policemen with beards. No. Yeah. They shouldn't and be allowed, what, though. It's a health hazard. I don't know, but I tell you what really is a health hazard. I mentioned it to Bill Buckley once. Oh, um, the year, a long time Dun ago, dunking, dunking biscuits? No. Oh. It, well, I don't like dunking biscuits. I like crisp biscuits. I like Dunkin' Donuts. Mm, no. Crispy oh. cream donuts. Oh, like crispy cream donuts. Crispy cream. Donuts. Donuts. Crispy well, cream. Then, come in if you like donuts. Do you like cream donuts? I do, but I only like crispy cream donuts, and I've, uh, once, uh, years ago, yeah. my very first job in radio, someone sent in some cream cakes to all of the, the, the breakfast crew, as it yeah. was then, uh, and I ate one of those. I've never been so ill in all of my life, so mm. I shall never eat another donut the listener sends him. Okie doke, I'll, I'll make you a cake. That, they used to do that for those cricket blokes, didn't they? Yes. Someone used to make a cricket... A... Hash browns, is it? You what? <laughs> Boy, was I surprised when I went to a Greasy Spoon. You can order hash browns there. It's not what I thought it was going to be. No, I'm sure it wasn't. Yes. <laughs> any, uh, is, is there any point to this? Well, yes. Finally, existence. about the policemen, because this is important, yes. actually. I'm not joking. No. They are so unfit now. I know they're allowed to be short, and believe me, mm. there's some really tiny coppers in they men and women. Used to, be a, used, to, used to be have to be over six foot one to be a copper. I don't know. Well, uh, certainly about five ten. But just, um, um, they are. Ti they really are small. I'm you not joking. But more than this. that, they are. I'm going to be kind to obese people. They are chubby. I don't want to say the word fat. Fat tiny coppers. Are you having a laugh? No, they I've are. I have seen. Do you know what happened last year in Portobello Road? One Someone fell over. 
and rolled all the way down the high street? No, someone, st- almost, someone stole, um, uh, a lad stole a, uh, a stereo off of someone sitting oh, yes. on Portobello Green, right. and he raced along. All right, he was young and lively, but so were these two coppers. It was an embarrassment. They toddled along, this man and woman. They were short and fat, and the Yanks, it looked like something out of, Keystone Cops or something. I don't remember. I don't know what that means, Anne. I'm too... No, no, Well, you know what I mean. You know Laurel and Hardy. Something like Charlie Chaplin. It was... No, but this is not funny, eh? They were so unfit. Neither is Charlie Chaplin. Is there anyone uh, least less funny than Charlie Chaplin? God, that man's awful. I don't like him. No, I didn't like him. I like Laurel and Hardy, but Charlie Chaplin's Mm. rubbish. And I've got to go to a break. Okay, sweetheart. I'll see you... uh, I'll phone in Wednesday. Yeah, well, okay, thank you. Paul, speak to you after this. If you could... Excellent stuff. Paul! So, oh, Paul! Burmy, sorry! What's that? Did you... We got the sparks coming in this Friday. I know! We talked about it last week. I'm, I'm really excited. I must stop calling them the sparks as well, because they'll be annoyed with me. Sparks, no, sparks, 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 sparks. They but, are good. They're excellent. Paul, did you have a point to make? Oh, I did. Um, first of all, you're right about rosas. There are lots of um, right. chubby rosas. Yeah. You're going to have to... Paul! News. Sorry? News. Oh. Mm, unbelievable. Bad timing. My part. Sorry. Good afternoon. A nice gentle start to the week. Uh, 0870-90-90-973 is the phone number. If you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome to. I'm being nice today. Some woman last night uh, told me off for being rude to old people. So this week I said I would be nice to old people. So if you're an olden and you want to come on the air, uh, then there's a, a free scone and uh, a lovely cup of tea. There's nothing for you, but you can come on. Uh, Policemen shouldn't have beards, and women find beards sexy. Uh, Coming up later on, we've got Agent Chris's quote of the day. But we were speaking to Paul in the Labrick Grove, and hopefully, hopefully by this time uh, next week, we'll have reached uh, the point of his phone call. Oh, yeah, yeah, the point of the phone... Oh, yeah, something else I wanted to say about beards. You were right, they are flammable, especially if they're wearing beard spray or hairspray. Um, Beard spray? Well, I don't know. Do they make beard spray? Well, they must do. I, I must do. When I ha- had a, a, a beard, I would sometimes apply a little bit of wax from my... Oh, wow. You can get w- this moustache wax, but I use a little bit of wax from my hair and put it on the, the moustache part of my beard just to smooth it out a bit. But you got, like, a candle if a criminal set fire to it. Yeah, it, well, exactly. That's, that's the thing. Awful. But this guy, this policeman I saw last night had a beard, and it was six inches long, and you could easily have grabbed it and, and pulled him all around town with it. And, of course, we know, Paul, what's so special about a policeman's tie? Oh, they come off in your hand. It's a, uh, it, it's it's a fake tie. Th- yes, it's the tie, of course. It's a clip-on tie. Mm-hmm. So you can't strangle a policeman. No. No. But the, the reason, the point of my call... Yes. You did say, I think it was last night on Triple M... Oh, yeah. Bath ripped out, toilet ripped out... Yes. Builders haven't come in today. No. Nope. I, I don't mean to be personal. Where do you go to the toilet now? Ian? I have a bucket. Oh wow! I feel for you. Paul, Paul on, on that note, I'm going to have to say goodbye. Thank you. Oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three is the telephone number. Uh, Sifu in Birmingham. Hello. Hello, Sifu. I mean, it's unusual for me to uh, to be calling in the day. You're normally a Sunday night caller. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. I thought I'd give you a treat today because I'm going to be away on a, on Sunday. Okay. Uh, so you, you you know it's two one to to, to the Sifu at the moment, for, don't you? For anyone who doesn't listen to the Sunday night show, basically Sifu phones up, uh, gives me a series of uh, options, alternatives, and depending on whether I take the right or wrong alternative, uh, decides who is the winner. Uh, and so far, it's two one to you. That's correct. Okay. I, say, I, I have a panel. 
of apprentices that are judging for me. Oh, OK, so you're uh, not the judge. That's correct. OK, we've yet to quite work out exactly what the rules are, but I'm getting close to it. Let's, let's have it, Tifu. OK, you ready, yeah? I'm, I'm ready, bring it on. OK, let's go. Gary Coleman or Vern Troyer? Uh, oh, that's a very, very good one. Uh, I'm going to say Vern Troyer. Good choice. Mr. T or Mr. Miyagi? Oh, Mr. Miyagi. Easy. Tim Westwood or Satan? Uh, (laughs) Satan! I like it. I'm winning this one easy, isn't I? Cuba or America? Cuba. Siamese twins or Siamese cats? Siamese twins. Size 8 or size 18? 18. (laughs) Xmas or Eid? Uh, Xmas. Good choice. Fraggle Rock or Batfink? Oh, Batfink. Kung Fu or Karate? Oh, Kung Fu. Get out of town. Oh, Chevy Chase or Burt Reynolds? (laughs) Oh, this is a brilliant one. I'm going to say, um... Oh, it depends. If you're talking... I'm going to say Burt Reynolds. Timmy Mallet or Pat Sharp? Uh, Pat Sharp. Sorbet or Quiche? I, I, I mean, how many of these questions are there? I think you're waiting just until they go into your favour. Sorb, uh, quiche. Okay, there's two more, Ian, two more. Apollo Creed or uh, Ivan Durago? Oh, Apollo Creed, come on. Okay, this is the last one, and it's a big one. Islam or Rastafari? Oh, dear God, I'm going to have to pass on that one. I, 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 if, if you pass, you, you, you could lose all, all of your good work. I, I have to uh, abstain from answering that question. Okay, I'm just going to uh, have a quick word with, oh, with my apprentice. God apprenticeship. Almighty, yes. One second. Okay, while you're doing that, I'm going to play some music. Hang on. This town ain't big enough for the both of us. Ian? Yes? I'm, I'm afraid you've lost. Oh, no! Sifu! I was given an impossible choice there at the end, and, uh, damn. Never mind, it's 3-1 to the Sifu. I've not got a clue what that's about. If anyone can explain it, then you're, you're more than welcome to. I, I, I do want a girl to call him. Uh, and tell me one way or t'other, do you like beards or do you hate beards? Are you a girl that's never kissed a man with a beard and are you kind of dreading it? Because it, it, surely it's inevitable, isn't it? Every woman at some point has to kiss a man with a beard. You, uh, you, you'd want to experience it, wouldn't you? B is in the forest gate. Bonjour, Senator. Bonjour. Bonjour, B. Yes. Monsieur, I, I, you know, I'm growing a beard. Oh, well done. Yeah, because uh, I, I think uh, it's a... Uh, well, uh, I don't know about women, but, you know, uh, just just for one second for women, Denise, if you're listening, bring in. Yeah. Uh, Denise? Yeah, you know Denise was shy to ring you? Okay. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. I wanted to encourage her to come out of the show. Okay, excellent work. Yeah. yeah. I'm drinking champagne, Ian. Well, that's very classy. Uh, a chi- it's a cheap quality one from Sainsbury's. Okay, but still, still excellent, excellent, no doubt. Yes, um, you know, I'm a poor man. Yes, well, cheers. Yeah, cheers, touche. Yes. What I was saying, Ian... Yes. I think, <clears throat> like, you know, we should go back 300 years. Okay. To yeah. Hang on, to 1706? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And uh, even even going back 16th, 16th, 17th century, like, you know, when we're going to see... If we want some bread or something, we go to see a farmer... If we want wine, we go to a vineyard. And if we see a car, we, we, we get on our horses and we ram that car and blow it up in bits. 
Because we don't want to see none of these things hanging around, you know what I mean? If you see a car, you ram it with a horse and blow it up. Yeah, you blow it up with guns and spades and things like that, you know, with the hammers and stones, you just blow it to pieces, because people who are doing things like that, doing up the environment, and us, I mean, law was going to the hospital for asthma and things like that, due to... Are you saying we should be, are you saying we should get rid of cars? Yes. But I'm saying we should get rid of cars, we should get rid of phones, we should get rid of what? TV, the radio... No, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. But cars... Yeah. Just do one thing at a time. Cars are brilliant. So, so are horses. But no, horses are rubbish, man. Agent Chris has a horse that he is forced to go there twice a day to feed it and clothe it. Whereas cars, you just fill it with petrol, you put a tape in, you cr- wind the window down, you cruise, you look cool. No, that, that's what I'm saying. That's what you think you look cool, but I, absolutely, people think you're an idiot because okay. you're driving around in a car. But everyone's driving around metal. in cars. Uh, it's uh, a piece uh, of metal. Only you think that car drivers are idiots. Have you got a car? No, I haven't. Have you ever had a car? No, I can't drive. Oh. Uh, uh, when I, when I, when I, say if I want to go to, like, last night, I had to go to Ocapoco, right? But, and oh. and I, I had to go to take a lift in Sherwood Forest, and I had 10,000 crabs took me to the sea, right. and I was back, like, shortly, you know what I mean? Yes, I, I don't miss. have a clue. Yeah, of course you've got a clue. You know I'm talking sense, mate. Yes. No. And no. we should get rid of, we should get rid of phones, should we be? We should get rid of phones, the TV, uh, the clock, the radio, uh, the stereo. If we get rid of, if we got rid of phones, you wouldn't be able to phone me. Yeah, but... Uh, Bob is in Ashford. Hello there, Ian. How are you? I'm fine. I've not got a clue what's been going on there, and after only having four and a half hours sleep, it's too confusing for me at this stage of the game. Oh, that's good. That's the way we like it. Yes. Beards. Yes. Beards. I've not had a wet shave since 1988, so I've had a beard for a long time. So hang on, that's, you've had a beard for 16, uh, 18 years? Yeah. And the longest I left it without actually cutting it at all, I think, was about eight years. Oh, God, no, you would have looked disgusting. And my hair, as well, was, was below my waist. Oh, man, what happened? I went to the barbers. No, oh, OK. I, well, I, I why did you decide not to cut it for that long, though? Oh, it's uh, a long story. Policemen with beards, though, yeah. I've got, I think they're not allowed to grow a beard when they're on duty, but they can grow one when they're off duty on holiday. But th- so, But when they come back, they have to get rid of it? No, they'll have a beard when they come back. They'll go without a beard, but you can't have sort of stubble then. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I've never seen a stubbly copper. Yeah, because you need to shave, but if you're on holiday... Yeah. So you have two weeks off, you can grow a beard then, and once yeah. the beard has started, you can keep on growing it. Yeah. And obviously, if you're a female policewoman, you, you know, that you could grow a beard as well, because, you know, anyone's allowed to grow a beard. I have seen, uh, uh, and let's not make light of the police force, they do an excellent job, generally. Generally, they make a generally, few mistakes, yeah. but they really mess up. They've never beaten me up in a cell. No, I'm, 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 I'm sure I they do, I got in first, you say. Yeah, well done. Uh, I see what you've done there. Uh, but I have seen recently so many sexy lady police... Men. Yeah, you keep saying that. I think I think you just need a woman, really. No, I I have seen honestly. I saw one the other day. I saw uh, a sexy woman policeman, and she was stunning, absolutely stunning. Large truncheon. Uh, I, I'm going to move on, but point taken. Yes, Lara. Yeah. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. I know. Okay. Uh, I'm calling in about beards. Oh yes. Clean shaven men are the best. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Well, because a beard has the same 
feel and texture as pubic hair. Oh, steady and, and on now. And if the now. fellow has a particularly long nose, it's a double. Oh no, no, steady on now. Come on now, we can't uh, have a, a, any feels like that. But some women, uh, and I know I've uh, kissed them, uh, and you end up with beard burn. Yeah, but some girls like Not that. Not only on your face. Yeah, your neck. Well. You can imagine. Yes. You're a mucky pup, aren't you? I am. Yes, and for safety's sake, I'm, I'm going to press that button. Anyway, so, 0870 let us uh, uh, oh, Ashley bottled it, never mind, that's, uh, that's absolutely fine. So, uh, at the weekend, I, I was saying on Friday that I was going to get the electrician that was coming in on Saturday to, um, uh, have a look at the extract fan in the kitchen. And on Friday night, I was umming and ahhing, and I thought, you know, I, I don't know if I can ask this guy to, uh, to do the extractor van. I feel a bit cheeky. So I thought on Friday night, I'm going to have a go at this myself. I'm going to take the extractor van apart, I'm going to look at the problem, I'm going to see if I can fix it. And what it was, uh, it was when you plug the light bulbs in, they stay on and the on-off switch didn't seem to work. So I opened it up, had a little fiddle around, I gave myself the biggest electric shock I've ever had in my life. It blew my mind. I was speaking to Lady Alex about this. It didn't throw me across the room, as a similar thing did to him. But it blew my mind. It made my whole body ache. Uh, and I could taste te- uh, metal in my teeth. I don't have any fillings. It was insane. I'd forgotten to unplug it. What an idiot. What an absolute idiot. 0870 9090973. It's time now to get the latest LBC 97.3 travel news with Amanda Redman. Well, we're still focusing on... Jessica in Sheffield. Hello, Ian. Hello. Um, it's the thing about beards. Yes. Um, I think really quite a small percentage of the population has beard when it comes to men. Uh, I, do, I guess they don't, although I've noticed that they're making a bit of a comeback in terms of fashion. You quite often see, uh, Justin Timberlake and people like that walking around with beards now. Yeah, but not for very long. I mm. mean, it's more of an image thing, isn't it? Yeah. On a long-term basis, mm. men that have a beard, it's just lazy. It shows a lack of kind of whoa, commitment whoa, 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 to anybody. Whoa. No, 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 you're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. Having a beard, the few times I've had a beard, and I've never had them for that long, but... It requires a lot of hard work and sculpting and trimming to get it in nice shape, not, so it's not too long, so the moustache isn't hanging over the top lip too much. Before you shave it off. What? Well, before you shave it off. I mean, if you've got a girlfriend, oh. I mean, she's going to want you to shave that beard off. No, but some girls, some girls love it. I'm waiting well, for those I, girls to call in, to be I honest. I don't think so. I think it's a very kind of small percentage of girls that love that, because... Have you ever kissed a man with a beard? Once. And? And only once. Doesn't that say it all? I suspect maybe he wasn't a good kisser. Well, it's not just that. It shows a lack of effort. I mean, women have to put so much effort into their appearance. If a bloke can't be bothered to have a shave, you're not even going to begin to kind of show an interest in that person, I don't think. Well, I, yeah, well, I, I, but the thing is, I don't think you understand that there is a lot of effort that goes into making a beard look good. Yeah, but it never looks good, Ian. Oh, Jessica, it's I think you're wrong. It's just a laziness on your part. Have you not seen the pictures of me on the LBC website with a beard? Yeah, exactly. It looks it's good, just huh? It's a laziness on your part. Oh, shut up, it looks good. No, it doesn't. It means that I've heard you say before that you're going a beard for a week. Yeah. I mean, that means that you're not planning to have, you know, sex during that week. Yeah, that's, that's true. You know, and that means that, you know, when you want to kind of have sex, you're, you're going to put a bit more effort into it because you know that a woman's going to think, well, he's had a shave. Yeah. He's smiling he, himself he, he must be clean all over. Exactly. 
please. Well, Jessica, I think I, I think you're going to be wrong. I, I, I hopefully. Oh, well, no, I, well, let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. Keep listening. Oh. Thank you, Jessica. If you're, uh, what I need now is some girls to phone in and say, yes, Ian, we are hot women. Uh, we're not just desperate and ugly. We like men with beards. We find them well sexy. If you want to see what I look like with a beard, if you go to lbc.co.uk, uh, which is, uh, it's the new website, uh, and I've got a section there, and I think there's, there's, uh, if you flick through the sections... Uh, you'll see some pictures of me with a beard. I think uh, there's some other bits and pieces up there, some useful web links. Uh, and the blog that I write every day after the show is up there. And some other bits and pieces, lbc.co.uk. I'm assuming this is Sophia in Walthamstow. Yes. Chris has spelt your name completely wrongly. How's you spelt it? S-P-O-H-I-A. Oh, well, that's completely wrong, because it's with an F. Oh, well, the, oh, Sophia with an F. Yes. Meow. It's Sophia. Sophia. Yes. So Not is it... Sophia, which is with a PH. So hang on, what is what's the difference? What what is it? It's Sophia with an F because so Sophia is basically Sophie, isn't it? Sophie. Sophia. 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 So the O is. But you don't say it any different way. Yes, you do because so... the O is more pronounced. Sophia. Sophia is Sophie, basically with an F. And how do you say your name? Sophia. Sophia. Yeah. Sophia. So it's almost an A. Sophia. Okay, I've got it. So Sophia. Yes. There we go. Yes. What do you want? Um, I was calling because I think men with beards, first of all, they look nice. Yeah. They do look nice. And you get used to it. Once you're going out with somebody with a beard, you get used to it. And if they shave, then it just doesn't, it doesn't feel the same anymore. Did you ever see the pictures of Noel Edmonds when he shaved his beard off? Um, no, I didn't. He yeah. looked like a wrinkly walnut. It was an incredible. Yeah. He, he looked but like a... disguise a lot of faults as well. He looked, it looked like a completely different man. Yeah. So your your uh, fella has got a beard. But has I'm he? talking about younger men with, yeah. with beards. They look nice, and even a bit of stubble is quite good. Mm. Because it's it's just it's a bit of rough. Isn't Do you remember it? in the eighties uh, when when George Michael's made stubble uh, popular? And I remember a friend of mine who just started shaving, and he bought a razor that would mm. you could put onto a no, you didn't put it onto a setting. You bought a razor that would wouldn't shave that close, so you'd have like designer stubble all over your oh, face. Oh, okay. Well, that's a bit of a a cop out, isn't it? It's a gimmick, yeah, yeah. Because all you have to do is not shave. Uh, and are you a fan of the the the, uh, the stubble rash? Um, I was because at first when I started going out with this person, yeah. it was it was because it was all new. It kind of reminded me of the time that I had with him. Yeah. So it was oh. A nice oh, there we go. And it's yes. that people kind of say, "Oh, what's happened to you?" And you kind of say, "Oh, I'm seeing somebody at the moment who has a bit of stubble." Oh, so you're a bit, that's nice. bit like putting it about a bit. Sorry? Yeah, you, you like, um, I phrased that badly. Hang on, let me phrase that better. <laughs> uh, you like to having a physical reminder of your liaison. Well, yeah, at, at the beginning there when it's go. all new, Got but then you one. get used to it and it's not, it's not new anymore and then it's a bit annoying, because stubble is annoying when you do, but beards are nice, beards are soft. Sophia, and thank you very much for that. I, I fear I may have insulted there, but luckily I managed to backtrack and get out of there, uh, quite cool. Oh, 0870 Barry's in the Watfords. Hello, Ian. Hello, Barry. Hello, mate. I know you're being nice to the elderly people this, today. This, this week I'm going to be nice to old people, yes. Yes, you don't have to patronise me. Lay it on me, I can take it. I've got nothing to give you. You're Lay right. Lay it on me, I took on Hitler, I can take on you, mate. Do you, are you, do you want a good sit-down? No, listen. Do you want a ni- nice <laughs> cup of tea? Yes, all right. Yeah. Uh, no, yes. listen, yeah. Now, the, the thing is, Ian, yes. about this hair on the face... The beard? Yes. 
The thing I don't like that ladies do, some of them, you know when they shave their eyebrows off and then they tr- oh, they draw them in? They do? I've seen that. That's the... Why do they do that? You see well, young girls doing it now. I've said, my Margaret done that. I, you know, I said that God gave you two eyebrows. Why did you shave them off and put them... You know, it never looks as good. No. Invariably, it's with an eye pencil. Yeah. She used a biro once oh, when she... Geez. You know, we yes. couldn't find it. Mm. <laughs> and but they, they always look in a, in a permanent state of shock, don't they? Yeah, well, she well only on one eye because <laughs> Mama she doesn't see very well through one eye. She'd done one a bit yes. wonky. Yeah. she looked almost enigmatic. Uh, al- like, almost enigmatic. Yeah, well, ugly is the word I'm. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, uh, why do they do it? What's wrong with their own eyebrows? I think it's sophisticated, you know. I mean, mm. my Margaret, she did have a pair of... Remember Dennis Healy? I do remember Dennis Healy, Yeah, yes. not dissimilar to that, the one long eyebrow yes. she had. She whipped it off. Yes. And, and drew in this thing. She borrowed one of my son's um, felt-tip black pens at one oh, place. No. It rained and it smudged. Um, but do you know my friend Judy in Belsize Park? No. No, she's got a pair of eyebrows. They're her own. I think she could some plan. But the point is, yes. I don't like it. It's disgusting. And the other thing is, George Michael, he doesn't look dissimilar to me when I don't <laughs> shave nowadays. Barry, thank you for that. <laughs> Ta-da! Bye-bye. Bye. Yes. Yeah. He's gone. It's devastating. <clears throat> so Johnny has uh, emailed in, who is uh, the handsome young buck that all of the women and a lot of the gentlemen here at LBC fancy. He's a good-looking fella. Ian, I haven't shaved properly for a year. I use clippers, so I always have stubble. Now, what, what's, what's clippers? I don't know what that is. That's what they cut your hair with. So that's, that's, a clipper's the thing where you can put, like, a number one or a number two on it so it doesn't shave close. Is that it? I'm looking at Lady Alex like, like he's got a clue what I'm talking about. Sandra, what are clippers? Clippers are to cut your hair. Well, I, I don't. I, they, just, I use clippers to cut my boy's hair. Actually, good, good-looking Johnny, who everyone fancies, uses clippers to shave with. Yeah, I think he's just got a blade with a jagged edge, and it's just Ki- kids these days, huh? Huh? Yeah. I got a massive electric shock when I, I took apart my um, uh, extractor fan in the kitchen. Why would you be doing that? Well, I, I was trying yeah, to fix it. With the uh, well, I was trying to fix it before the expert came. Ah, and and after I had the electric shock, I put it back together. I had fixed it. Oh, well, when they speak, you know, Yeah, I can't understand what you're saying. Can you move to... I'm oh, sorry, hold on one minute. Okay. Is that better? Yes, it is. What, what happened there? I was on... I had my hand free. Oh, hands free is... Absolutely. Hands free yeah. is bobbins. It's okay. Oh, oh, well done, then, for fixing your... Yeah, I fixed the extractor van by electrocuting myself. Oh, wow. It so, worked. It worked, but I, I wouldn't recommend it to anyone at home. Oh, no. No. Want to be advising anyone else? No, no. Anyway, Sandra, what did what can I do for you? Well, Ian, I have to disagree with your previous callers. I think men with beards are masculine. Yeah, I'm all yeah. for the beards. Yeah, we go. The beards, the goatees, the stubble can be a bit rough, but you, you get used to it after mm. a while. Mm. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm for it. I must say, I'm pro. I'm pro. You're beard. right. It makes men more masculine. Yeah, and I think you know, as nature intended, I think the whole. Which I was listening to a show last week. You mentioned about the whole chest hair thing. Yeah. Again, very masculine. Hey, so you know. very quickly, because we've got to go to the news in a second. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, I saw this on a program the other day, and I used to have a girlfriend that did this. You know when uh, you get your the, the inside of your ear itches. Oh yes. What do you, as a woman, 
do to scratch it? Oh, just use my, my little finger. Oh, eh? so you don't do... I can't do this, but the, the girls I've seen, uh, it's only girls that can do this. They do a thing when they go and it's a horrible noise, they go... Oh, yeah! <laughs> do, do you do that? Oh, I don't, but my mum used to. <laughs> it's the worst noise in the world. It's yeah. disgusting. Oh, no, I don't like the sound. Yes, I have experienced And it. I was trying to explain it to Chris, and I can't do it properly. I, I yeah. think it's a genetic thing, and only women can do it. Yeah, I probably could, but it doesn't really do anything for the itch, to be honest. No, so I'm not even. i just put my finger in there and have a quick scratch there. Sandra, listen, thank you very much for that. If you're a woman that can do this, I was desperately trying to explain to Agent Chris what I was talking about, and I couldn't. I used to go to the girl that did it, and it drives me mad. Well, you do that <laughs> sort of thing. I'm doing that wrong, but it scratches the inside of your ear. 0870 I love this show. All singing and dancing. Dancing and singing. Uh, okay, we're talking about beards. We're going on about beards a bit. I've told you how I... I'll itch you back. Uh, I fixed uh, an extractor fan by electrocuting myself. Don't do it at home, but it seemed to work. And now I've got the beauty of, of being able to turn the light on and off, uh, which is very exciting. 0870 uh, Loads of other stuff we'll talk about later on. Phoning TV shows. Uh, mini Baby Bells. Is that the right name for them? Mini Baby Bells? Is the mini superfluous in the description, Baby Bells? Uh, and we'll have Agent Chris's quote of the day. But before that, Lisa... Yeah. Can you back up? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come to you. I'm hoping you can make a funny noise with your ear. I can. Well, it's my throat, really. Very quickly, though. Gordon Brown. Yes. Uh, has he got a glass eye? I don't know. Oh, just, okay. I, I, I think he's got a glass eye, and I said it to Chris just now, and he went, No, no, he hasn't. So, I phoned you up to back you up about the itchy throat thing. Okay. I was getting me to talk about glass eyes. Sorry, eye. sorry. So I, was, I was bringing <laughs> politics into it. What it is, is I, I saw it on a TV show over the weekend, um... And I used to have a girlfriend that did it. I think it's only girls that can do it. When your inner ear itches, girls yep. can make a funny noise that scratches their ear. I know the programme you mean. You're talking about the poo lady, aren't you? Yes, the, t- the Dr. Gillian <laughs> McKeith, the poo doctor. <laughs> her, yeah. Her whole act is going around getting fat people to put poo in Tupperware and she examines it. I know, imagine getting money for that. Ooh. I'm in the wrong job. Yeah, well, no, you're, you're in the right job, honestly. Oh, okay. So you can do the scratchy ear thing. Yeah, and, and I can't believe I've actually phoned up to do this. It's great, isn't it? Go on, let's, let's have a bit. Oh, God. Okay, hang on. Can you hear it? Oh, yeah, it's disgusting! <laughs> How, now, and do you know what? I do it and I don't even realise I'm doing it. Oh, and it, it, is it just, you're scratching your ears with it? Yeah. And how how do you do it? Because I can't do it, I make it too nasally. You sort of, just put your, put your tongue up to the back of your throat and sort of suck. <laughs> she, she said suck, don't worry, we're clear on that one. It's, it sounded... <laughs> <laughs> no, you see... Maybe it's an art form. Who knows? Ooh! No, it's not quite. It's not quite right. It's Although not. it's it's made my ear tingle a bit, so I'm getting close it, to it. It does need perfecting. Perhaps you can practice. Lisa, I should practice at the show. Thank you very much for that. My pleasure. Well done. There we go. She phoned into. Uh, uh, you should be able to do it. Hang on. That's not quite right. Uh, Jason, has Gordon Brown got a glass eye? Definitely. He has, hasn't he? The way he looks. Oh. Never looks you both in the same eye, does he? Well, one of them's glass. That's right. I didn't know they still made glass eyes. Probably got an hole in it so you can see for it. Yeah, well, hang on a minute. There's nothing behind his glass eye apart from head. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, you, you and your electricity. Yes. I've wired my testicles up to a car battery. Oh, and, dear God almighty. And I've wired that up to a heavy-duty compressor to give it a real good wallop just to show people why you shouldn't. Okay, so this is, this is... Please no one at home. No one must ever do this at home, for God's sakes. You ready? Yes. I'm just gonna turn it on. Hang on. 
So that, that is a serious warning. We should take that and send that to schools, Chris, because I know there was... Wasn't there a spate about 18 months ago of kids doing that? Uh, so don't do it. Thank you. Uh, Judy! Hello. Hello, Judy. Um, you just had Barry on. Yes. Talking about my eyebrows. Was it talking about you? Oh, you're Judy in Belsize Park. Yes. Um, I'm sound, I'm shaking with terror. I've just... I was just sitting here having a quiet cup of tea, minding my own business. Yes. Oh, this lunatic comes on about uh, me and my eyebrows. Yes. It, I mean, is he some kind of stalker? Is he a peeping Tom? It, well, it, uh, is his wife Margaret? No. I mean, I've just been around and shut all my curtains because I'm completely terrified. Is he looking in at me when I put makeup on in the morning? It's it's possible. I don't want to say anything that could get me into hot water with well, Barry. Because but... I'm completely terrified. He's and a little you're responsible for the calls that you put out, and well, I'm standing mm, here trembling. Mm, yes. Well, the, listen. First of all, don't don't stand there trembling. Can well, I've you, shut all my curtains. Can, can you sit down? All right, I'll sit down. There you go. That's that's one problem solved. But I've shut the curtains. That's probably a good thing. But probably best idea to lock the doors as well. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, no, no, I'm sure it's. Listen, I'm sure it's fine. He sounds like a nice old fella. No, he doesn't. He sounds like a stalker or a peeping tom. Yes. And he's got a wife called Margaret. Does she know he goes around looking in win- yes. people's windows? There is a chance it could have been another Judy in Belsize Park. What's what are your eyebrows like? none of your business. Oh, blimey. Okay, well... Um, I mean, well, I've got eyebrows. <laughs> I mean, I've got eyebrows. Are they yours, or are they drawn by pen? Well, a, a little bit is, is added on with... But it's, not, it's none of your damn business. Which it's bits... certainly none of Barry's, and it's nobody's business to advertise it on the radio. Which bit's added by pen? The inside or the outside? <sighs> They're just the very ends. Well, outside. The, the outside bit of it. Yes. But why do you do that? Because... <clears throat> Well, I, I, um, as, as you grow older, yes. maybe I could give a handy hint anyway. OK, so ha- Judy's handy eyebrow hint. Uh, as you grow older, if you pluck your eyebrows too much, yes. they don't actually grow back. Well, that's what you want, though, isn't as it? As you get older. Yeah. So then you, you're left having... But I, I don't want this conversation. I'm, I, am, I think you should do something about this man. Do you... I think his wife should know that he goes around peeping through people's windows to watch them putting their makeup on. Otherwise, how would he ever know? Do you pluck them, or do you, do you have them strung? I don't pluck them, and I don't have them strung. I okay. just add a little bit on the ends, which is no... Uh, this must be the most boring call you've ever it's, had. It's, 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 it's close, yeah. I, I, well, I'm sure, because nobody else is the slightest bit interested. No, no. But I just got such a shock sitting well, here. Well... Now I'm, si- now I'm sitting in the dark with the window sh- uh, curtains. Well, shut. go and have a nice cup of chamomile tea, and I will, uh... Get, can, we, can we get Barry's phone call? Can we put it onto cassette and send it to, like, the police or something? I don't know. I think so. Okay, Judy, we'll do, do that. I think this is not nice. Don't, 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 sorry. don't... I know you get lunatics yes. in your programme, yes. but this is going a bit Okay, hard. well, don't panic. Well, I am panicked. Okay, well, well done. Helen! Oh, hello. Hello, Helen. Hello, is that the noise? Oh, can you do it? I've done it for you before. Last time you, you, you had it at your throat, and I did it for you then. Oh, did you? Yeah. L- listen listen to me slap my belly. Hang on, this is, this is me slapping my belly. Hang on. <laughs> it's getting bigger, man. I've, I'm supposed <laughs> to go to the gym tomorrow, but I'm so tired I've cancelled it. Yeah, don't bother with all that. That's stuff, that. Anyway, so, uh, well, you can, can, uh, can you teach me how to do it? Yeah, you keep your mouth shut. All right, steady. Um... Um, you kind of force it down the back of your throat. Oh, God. <laughs> there. Yes. And I was trying it just now, I think it can breathe. Is that it? Have you got your mouth shut? <laughs> Ooh. 
You make it, it sounds like, um, like a, 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 a little pig when you do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that sounds like something else. It's only girls that can do it, though. Blokes can't do it. I think like, some of them can. I think like, it's more of a cultural thing. I think black people, if you ask a black man to ring up and do it, I think you might be able to get one. Really? Yeah, because um, a lot of times people say, "Oh, you're the first white, white person I've heard." But I've seen, I've, I've, I've seen lots of white girls doing it. I oh. think, I think it's, I think it's more of a gender thing. Oh, oh, gender and culture, maybe. Gender and culture. Well, I'm white, but you know. Okay. Well, hello. Listen, we'll, we'll put it out there. If, if any, if there are any men that can do it, uh, then this is a rank thing to be talking about. I wanted to come on and do a nice show talking about mini baby bells. Now, is it mini baby bells or is it just baby bells? And I bought two last night for my, for my tea. I had two mini baby bells. And they were 68 pence for two. And they come in, they're, they're packaged three times. They come in a little red string bag. Then, then they're covered in uh, red, like, cellophane. And then they're covered in red wax. That's three packages. If you got rid of two of those packages, just had the red wax, they'd be at least half the price. Delicious, but very, very expensive. And what if it calls after this? Professional until the end. That's me, uh, London. Uh, Jane is in London. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm fine, Jane. How are you? I'm very well, thank you very much. Excellent. You sound a little bit flirtatious. What's going on here? Are you trying to seduce me? Um, definitely not. Why, why, Mrs. Robin- oh, okay, right, fine. Sorry about that. That's okay, no worries. Yeah, what do you want? Very loyal to my husband, and it was you talking about men with hair on their faces, specifically. Yes. It got me to call, because okay. I have a husband yes. who has a beard. So you've mentioned the husband twice, so I get the point, you're not interested, all right? <laughs> well done. Um... And I, and I find it very sexy. And I, I would. What kind of beard does he have? A full beard. A full facial beard. A full facial beard, trimmed. Um, he doesn't have it. I, what I tried once when I had a beard was I tried to. Um, I, I've had a goatee, that was good. I've had a full facial. Then when I was getting rid of the full facial, I tried shaving the cheeks a bit. But it ended up looking like a Jeremy Beadle special. <laughs> yes, it, and I have to say that we. Uh, once he shaved it off, and he went down to the goatee, and he looked like, you know, some funk, you know, um, that's a bit, <laughs> a bit rude, but he looked like... Is a, that him uh, shouting in the background? <laughs> There's the kids in the background. Oh, God, okay. it, He looked like a lifter, to be honest with you, with, oh, with right. just the goatee bit, and so we thought, definitely not. How <laughs> old is your husband? It just turned 30. Is he? Oh, he's just turned 30, okay. Well, you sound a bit, you sound older than 30. Oh, I do, really. How old are you? 30. Oh, you're 30, are you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, is he, is he starting to go grey yet? Um, he's got about four or five grey. So, see why, I'm going grey, and I'm kind of, I'm enjoying going grey now, I'm look, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I've just seen Paul McCartney on the TV, banging on about some classical thing he's written, it'd be rubbish, and he should by now be a white-haired old man, and in the late 80s, early 90s, he was very, very grey. He's, his hair is a deep chestnut red. <laughs> it's obviously been used in Grecian 2000. Well, why would, why would, uh, any, why would a man dye their hair? I don't understand. I know that Jimmy Carr dyes his hair. I saw him once, uh, and he had very grey hair. The next day it was dark jet black. Why would any man decide to dye their hair? I have no idea. I'm not into it at all. Jane, listen, thank you very much for that. It's an odd thing, the dyeing of the hair. I don't know what Paul McCartney uses. I'm sure he gets it done very professionally. But it's this really rich, sort of reddy brown. And it looked silly on him because his face is old and grey. Uh, and if he had grey hair or even white hair, he'd look kind of cool now. Instead, he looks like a, a wally. Looks like an absolute wally. Danny! Hello, mate. How you doing? Is it Baby Bell or Mini Baby Bell? Uh, Mini Baby Bell. It is Mini Baby Bell, isn't it? Absolutely, mate. They Absolutely. Are, they are so delicious. 
Uh, yeah, 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 they are. Uh, make your hands a bit greasy, though. They do make your hands greasy, and if I have, if you have too many, they start tasting a bit rubbery. Yes, yes. So yes, you've yes, got, you yes, can't yes, have too yes. many. But I, I, I don't, I think they're brilliant, but I couldn't understand why when I bought them last night, they're in three layers of packaging. That They've got the, the string bag, yep. the cellophane, then the red wax. That's quality, quality control gone bonkers. It's, it's political correctness gone mad. Yeah, absolutely, mate, absolutely. Very absolutely. What, beards? Yes. Right, okay. Uh, we've evolved. Oh, and air was put on our bodies to keep us warm. Yeah. You don't need it no more. No. And I've got air all over me, up my back and everything. Oh, it's geez. awful, mate. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I mean, you know, some people like it, some people don't. And I have to trim it because it's like wearing a woolly jump all the time. Have you got hairy buttocks? Yes. Oh. Yes, yes. I know. Clearly, this can be a bit of a problem. Oh, steady on, steady yeah. on, yes, <laughs> message received loud and clear, thank you very much. Yeah, you know that, you know that. So, you, you've, you've had a beard, haven't you? I've had a beard, and in two weeks' time I'm gonna grow, I'm gonna grow a beard again. How long is it gonna be grown for? Well, it depends, if, the thing is, if I do stuff on TV, which st- does still happen every once in a while, yeah. they like you, uh, or I kinda like, to be clean-shaven for it. Absolutely. So, uh, it depends. I've got, uh, nothing on the horizon after a couple of weeks' time, so uh, maybe as long as Christmas. Who knows? Yeah, I, I understand that it's, uh, uh, a thing to keep clean and trim and all the rest of it, but, um, I have to shave twice a day. Oh, right. yeah, no, no man has to shave twice a day. Uh, to keep a clean shaven face, then, yes. If I shave in the morning, six o'clock at night, I've got a twelve o'clock shadow. Wow. In the evening. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, um, it can be a bit of a pain, and I'll get lazy with it. And I've just had a number one haircut. Yeah. If I leave it for two days, it's longer on my chin than what it is on my face. And they're going grey, so that doesn't look very Does it, does your, uh, beard go up to right just underneath your eyes? Oh, I have to shave under my eyes, absolutely. Oh, oh, that is horrible, man. That is disgusting. I know, I know, but what do you do, mate? What do you do? I can't wax. There's too much of it. Electrolysis has cost me... <laughs> well, there's, a, there's <laughs> someone phoned in uh, last week. There's a thing they're going to do to get uh, intensive light pulse therapy or something, and it stops you growing. Good, I'll have, I'll, yeah, I'll have that. And I'll, I'll tell you where else I'm hairy. Go on. My ears. Oh, yes. Oh, mate, so, like, so I had a number one all over my head. Yeah. Right, and not just inside my ears. The outside of my ears are like fur. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. I tell you what, I'm not, I'm not hairy in my ears, but my no- I'm getting really hairy up my nose. Yes, don't pluck them. Oh, it makes your eyes water. Uh, you, yeah, that can cause nasal polyps. I beg your pardon? <laughs> polyps. P-O-P-L-Y-S. What, wait, how, really? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my God, you put the light of the fear of God into me. By plucking my nasal hairs, it's going to cause polyps. They're bad. Um, uh, I, I, I've got those elsewhere. Mandy! Ian. Mandy. Nice uh, how, how delightful to speak to you on this fantastic afternoon. Isn't it? Well... Could be better, but, you know. Well, no, I like this weather. This is superb. You Although... Know, dull and grim. I, I had a car crash today. Oh, my God. I'd forgotten about that. Actually. I, we was that a car crash. I went into the back of a lady's car mm. because it just started raining. It'd been raining for maybe about five or ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, it was very heavy. Uh, and uh, I was driving along just down the road here. And the woman in front of me stopped very suddenly because some kids ran out in front of her car. And I put the brakes on. And you know when you put the brakes on, you're thinking... I ain't gonna stop. Yep. I ain't gonna stop. And yep. then, bam, I hit the back of this Wait, car. Right. It was, it was weird. But she was a very nice lady. And she came out, and I was about to get out and say, okay, let's swap details and stuff. And she had a look and she said, 
I'll tell you what, don't worry about it. And I oh. said, are you sure? She said, yeah, no, those kids ran out in front of me. Uh, you know, there doesn't seem to be any damage. I'm fine with it. Great, because so, it's automatically your fault, isn't it? Exactly. Exactly. But I said something very... I said something, a phrase that I don't really like saying, and I said it, and I found myself thinking, oh, that was a bit patronising. Mm. And, um, and she was... Uh, sometimes I've been in a couple of car accidents, and sometimes you, you, there's a bit of shock involved, and yeah. people are quite happy to accept the blame or something. Yeah. And she said, oh, don't worry, it's fine. I said, are you sure? She said, yeah. And then I said... Are you all right, love? Um, yeah, exactly. And I said it, and I thought, oh, I said that like like my old man, my, my dad would have said or something. You're right, love. You're right, love. Yes, I'm fine. And I was, oh, you know, it depends how you are. If you're not too PC, I wouldn't have minded that, to be honest. Yeah, she was a slightly older lady, and they kind of liked that. But I still felt a little bit patronising. That I shouldn't have said that. Well, I, I, it could be worse. You could have said worse. It could, exactly. And uh, but my bumper's a little bit bent. But hey, it doesn't matter. It doesn't the matter. cars. Nobody are... was hurt. The kids weren't injured. No, everyone's alive and uh, telling the tale. Anyway, Maddie, sorry, I'm, I'm going off on one there. What can I do for you? No problem. I'm just trying to cure you. Do you get itchy ears a lot? Then I take it. It's sort of itchy inner ear. Well, it does happen every now and then. Mm. Do you get it? Do you get hay fever? No. Because oh. yeah. I get it a lot with on my hay fever. That whole. Ear, nose, and throat kind of thing. I had hay fever last year. Mm. Uh, no, two years ago, I had really bad hay fever. I've never had it before or since. Uh, oh, since. That's great. Mm. Um, but what the remedy is, a pint of iced water. Oh, really? Yes, because it sort of, it sort of numbs the throat, yeah. and as the throat and ears are connected, I find if you can drink a pint of iced water all in one, yeah. it, itchy ears no more. I bet you, you would rather it a pint of cold lager, wouldn't you? Well, Mandy? yes, but it was a bit... I can't usually down a whole pint of lager, I'm mm. afraid. Oh, 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 Mandy, hang on a second, hang on a second. Agent Chris, 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 it's Agent Chris's quote of the day. Oh, you're online just in time for Agent Chris's quote of the day. Chris, what's your quote of the day? I won't go out with someone with glasses. I think we got through his muffled, rubbish speaking voice there. What's wrong with people with glasses? Surely. Do you wear glasses, man? No, actually, I don't. But, you know, I wouldn't not go out with someone because they had glasses. Surely. Glasses are very... Harsh? Glasses are sexy, unless they're, like, really thick milk-bottled glasses. Absolutely. I think, yeah, they can look very sexy on a lady. And not so bad on a man, either. Oh, Miss Jones. It's that whole thing, isn't it? But, yeah, if they're, like, thick Sid Little glasses, then I'm on Chris's side on that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hang on. Chris... You wear glasses. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not going to go out on myself. Well, you, yeah, yeah, I can see why. Uh, Mandy, listen, I've got to move on. Thank you for that. If anyone wants to quote on uh, Chris's bigotry there, uh, normal glasses are quite nice and sexy. It's always disappointing when you find out a girl wears contact lenses. It's like finding out that she smokes. It's like, oh, oh, eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Well, uh, uh, abuse is already flooding in. Uh, Agent Chris, his quote of the day is, he will not go out with anyone that's wearing glasses. Now, he's, he's just started to explain that to me, and I've told him to save it, bottle it, and we'll get his uh, explanation after the news at half past four. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. if you want to agree or disagree with him, or talk about anything that we've mentioned so far, or anything else for all that matter. More of your calls after the latest LBC 97.3 news. I hang out. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, seven oh nine oh nine oh nine. So they're a very amusing email from Robert there. I probably can't read out, but about Theopavitis from, uh, the Dragon's Den. Wow! Uh, okay, so, policemen shouldn't have beards. Now, no coppers have called in to say one and the other. I don't think policemen are allowed to call in radio shows, although we've had one or two off-duty policemen call it. No, we had, we had a policeman once, when we first started doing this slot, call in, and he was on duty. Do you remember that? He was near, I remember he was near some bollards. All I remember was he was standing near bollards, and that was all he would tell us, really. Very odd. Uh, so, policemen shouldn't have beards, but apparently they can. This guy that I saw at the weekend had a six-inch beard. He was a copper. That's got to be a health threat, especially in the, you know, today. The, the, the days today, 
Uh, what's the sentence I'm trying to say there? Any more idea? threatening? More, more threatening. Tense times, indeed. There we go. Thank you very much. Mini Baby Bell. Aren't they delicious? Ah! Oh, let's get the show sponsored by Mini Baby Bells. We can do that. Put it on a bit of paper and send it off to the people who care about that kind of stuff. And then it'll sound like we're, we're willing. Today's show, sponsored by Mini Baby Bells. Uh, we've done the girl scratching there, in it? Oh, Agent Chris's quote of the day was, he would not go out with someone who wore glasses. Now, I, I half and half, half agree with him, half disagree with him. I think glasses are very, very sexy. Do you remember Lisa Loeb? Do you remember Lisa Loeb? She had a song. What was her song? Mike, do you remember what Lisa Loeb's song was? No. Oh, it was good. I've got it on CD. She wore uh, glasses, you say? She wore glasses. She looked like a really... Now, this is going to sound weird. How old are you, Mike? 36. Okay, you'll get this reference. But, but, but trust me, it, it works. She looked like a really sexy Nana Muscuri. No, that sounds good to me. Yeah, she looked like a really hot Nana Muscuri. Lisa Loeb, I, uh, Lady Axe's uh, song was Stay or something, but I can't remember how it goes, but it was... Oh, I can sort of remember it. If anyone can phone up and play a bit down the phone, 0870-9090973. She looked sexy in glasses. But if they're wearing Sid Littles... Or quite often you see, and this is a very specific description here, Mike, bear with me again. You see slightly plain girls with very thin blonde hair and really tiny glasses, but they're really, really powerful. Yeah, I think I used to go out with someone who looked not dissimilar to that. He wasn't particularly thin, but yeah. Those glasses, Wait. those glasses would, uh, no, the hair is thin. Oh, the hair is thin. Yes, yeah, not the, necessarily the lady. The rest of it, yeah, right, okay. Um, yeah, no, I... Can't really see that one. Okay. Anyway, Mike, sorry, I, I feel like uh, you're not interested in anything I've got to say no, to you. No, I am, I am. What uh, can I do for you? I, I can make the noise. I'm a, I'm a white bloke, and I can make the you're noise. A gentleman, uh, so we, we've discovered it's not a, a racial thing, and you're going to prove to me it's not a sexual thing. No. In terms of gender, you can make the noise to do with scratching your inner ear. It's, it's more back of the throat. If you can imagine where you, the root of your wisdom tooth would be, do you see what I mean? Uh, well, yeah. Right, as far back as you can feel. It's even a bit further back than that that you, it feels like you're scratching. Yeah, go on. <coughs> you sure that's your mouth making that noise? Yeah, I know, I know. It doesn't seem... I, the thing is, I don't know where to put the phone. I don't know where the loudest point would be. <laughs> do you see what I mean? Yeah, of course I understand. Well, it, I, it feels like it's coming out the top of my head. When I do it, it sounds like Flipper. Hang on. That's... It's rubbish. I'm not. It I don't think I'm right. getting. I don't think I'm getting my tongue back far enough. No. no, your tongue stays behind your front teeth. Oh, does it? Yeah. And so, and so, what? What's? How does the? <laughs> oh, well, that's just that's just snorting though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on. I've worked it out. Hang on. Here we go. This is it. Go on. Yeah. That sounds, yeah, that sounds possible. Well, I just think I'm swallowing something, I didn't want to swallow. Uh, Mike, listen, thank you. It's the closest I've, I've got, I've got to blow my nose now, sorry. Uh, it's the, I've, I have got to blow my nose, that was terribly unpleasant. This is not what they wanted when they gave me this gig, was a bloke. Uh, Charles, I'll be with you in a second, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, Charles, yes. How are you? I'm all, I'm better now, I'm thank you. I'm not going to tell any jokes today. Good, because they're always a little bit racist. Unless you ask me, but anyway, you're, you're an extractor fan. It's the extractor fan that I fixed myself by no. taking it apart, forgetting to unplug it, and gave myself a massive yeah. electric shock. Yes, I heard all that. I've been listening to you for an hour. I was I just, no, oh, Charles, I was just doing that for anyone that just tuned in. 
Oh, okay. There's a bit of recap, you now, see. Tell me, what did you do to repair it? Well, I uh, apart from taking the pieces and putting it together, I took the, I took it apart. Yes. Uh, I filled around with it and I touched something that was live. Yes. Gave me a powerful electric shock. Yeah. I got peed off with it. Thought I can't do this. Uh, put it back together, uh, and lo and behold, it worked. So you still don't know what the fault was. Don't know what the fault was. No. Well, let me give you a little bit of advice. Please do, Charles. Because I am one of them chaps that have always done my repairs myself. Oh, right, yeah, yeah a, a tight was. Even tune my own piano. You can't play the piano, Charles. <laughs> Don't wind me, no, no. Now, listen, go into the electrical shop and get one of these um, little electrical screwdrivers with a neon bulb in the handle. Do you know oh, the one? Yeah, so if, you, if it touches something live, it lights I mean, up. It tells you if, if you've got a live wire. Yeah. Right. Well, no, what I should have, all I had to do, Charles, was unplug it. That was my big mistake, was not unplugging the electrical yeah. thing I was taking I apart. Understood. Now, was there something wrong with the light as well? That was, it was the light. Basically, the light, you put the light bulbs in and that you couldn't switch the light on or off. I think the switch was faulty. Well, it's still faulty in here, isn't it? I fixed it. It's not faulty. The only thing I could, you, you, one switch. I, I fixed it. Only one switch for the two, not one for the fan and one for the... There's three light. switches for the fan, three different settings. Yeah. And there's one switch for the light. And that was the, there was the light switch that didn't work, and I fixed it. Well, it sounds like you've got a short of two live wires in there. I fixed it, though. Yeah, well, I should have a, I should have a, out and have another look. But if, I fixed if it. If you start arcing, if you start arcing, my boy, you'll have a, have a end up with a fire. But I fixed it, though. Well, right. Hang on, you, you, now you're scaring the bejesus well, out you, of me. Well, you've got to be sure, my son, not with... But I fixed it. Do you know what? I'll tell you the type of things people do. Okay, when I, I first moved to no, Worthing... Sniffing. Yes. I, I put the, the lights on in the, in the lounge. They had them, somebody had put them... Is this a long story, Charles? I want to go home at six. No, put flash-fitting lights in, you know, the yeah. big round one. Oh, right, yeah, very, very posh. And uh, when I switched off to go to bed, which was about two o'clock in the morning, I, I thought I was seeing things. I could see like, a red glow in one. Oh, and, uh, God. So anyway, yeah. I took it down and... The, They've put the, the wire, they wired it up onto the original ceiling rows and clamped it all over the top of that. I don't so know what you're saying. Pull the main shoes. I don't know what you're saying. Have a fag, yeah. and then get me wits about and then go back to go, go to bed there. You had a fag? Uh, yeah. I, I, I do smoke a bit. Yeah, good lad. Well, well, and what was the point of that story? Well, I'm just saying is people do these jobs and they just don't know what they're doing. Yeah, but I fixed it though. Yeah, because you don't know what the fault was. I'm sorry. But it doesn't know. matter. Does it, ah, here's a, here's a very big philosophical question. Do I need to know what the fault was if I've fixed it? I put it to you, Charles. I don't. Oh, I'd, I would. I wouldn't call anything fixed unless I knew what the fault was. Okay. But there's no fault now. It is fixed. Well, I hope you don't have any more trouble. Uh, Charles, so do I. Very kind. Thank you. Russell. Ian. Yes, sir. How are you? All right. Uh, do you know I'm I'm all right actually. I'm a little bit peckish, uh, but I'm, yeah. f- I'm fine. Uh, what about a Kit Kat? Have you got a Kit Kat there? Or? Oh no, Chris, you couldn't go and get us some sweeties, could you? Nice one, Russell. Yeah, excellent right. one, Russell. Thank you. Hang on a minute. Let me get some money out. You got to put it in the fridge as well. You can't be a Kit Kat in the fridge. You what? A Kit Kat from the fridge. Well, the thing is, there's two machines down there, Chris. You got to take this money because I can't. Oh, hang on a minute. There's two machines down there. One of them's chilled. Thank yeah. You, thank you. Uh, and one of them isn't. And uh, can I get a Kit Kat and a Twix? Yeah. Lovely, okay. Anyway, Russell, sorry. We haven't um, got much Ian, t- yes. um, Lisa Loeb, I was going to talk to you about. Oh. I think she's, she's gorgeous, no? She's stunning. 
Yeah. What, what, what was, how did her song go? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's called Stay, but I don't know. Mm. But I will tell you something you should know yeah. about her because she's got a TV program on the same uh, channel as you, uh, as your soup program. So, hang on, on the, Lisa Loeb is on the E Entertainment channel. Yes, she is. She's channel one five five on Sky. What program has she got? She's got a program called Number One Single. Oh God! And it's about her trying to find uh, a man because she's single. Oh, oh, oh! Hang on a second. I know, yeah, I, I, th- through a series of phone calls, I can get on that television show quite easily. Oh, really? You should. Th- well, it's in America, though. Yeah, I can get over there-ish. Yeah? Does she still look hot? I think she's hot. I think she's about 37, 38 years old, but oh, God. very nice. What's, what's it called? Number one single? Yes. Number one, as in the hash. Oh, yes, yeah, the hash sign. That's an odd sign, hash the hash sign, sign one yes. single. Okay, I'm going to, uh, Russell, I'm going to look, look it up on the internet. I shall report back shortly. Excellent. Good lads, thank you very much. Uh, Lisa Loeb, wow, hang on a second. E Entertainment. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, maybe I'm gonna marry Lisa Loeb. This could be uh a dream come true. I don't know. I'll I'll tell you more after the latest LBC News. Thank you. Joe. Yeah, Lisa Loeb's got a bit mumsy to be honest. Uh, I'm not as keen as I once was. And also the 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 the, the, the T V series looks odd. Basically it's her trying to find a date or trying to loads of men. Uh, and then the last episode, I don't want, uh, if, if you're watching the series, I'll, I'll ruin it for you now by telling you what happens. Lisa has to decide whether to follow her heart, uh, this bloke she's fancied, uh, out to LA, or stay the course and focus on her career. In the end, she hits the snooze button on her biological clock and decides to stay in New York to work on her next album. Well, then it's a waste of a series. She looks a bit weird, to be honest. I'm not that, um, I'm not as keen uh, as I once was on Lisa Loeb. There we go. If anyone's got the song, play a bit down the phone. That would be very nice. Vinny is in the Finsbury Park. Hello, Ian. Hello, Vinny. Yeah, I have the Lisa Love song for you if you want to hear it. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Let's go ahead, yeah. Yep. Oh. I only hear what I want to. Turn it up, Vinny! Yeah, run over that. Turn it, turn, no, turn it up! Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not, not, not that much, Vinny! <laughs> just turn it up just as it got, starts rocking out there. Uh, th- thank you, Vinny. Linda! Hello. Hello, Linda. Sorry, I'm just trying to wash potatoes. I don't know whether I should wash them or not. If you boil them... You don't need to wash them if you boil them, because the boiling no, washes them... No, no, but if you're boiling them to have them peeled, if you leave the skin on which is dirty, and then the kind of the water gets mucky. No, if you cut them, that's it. If you cut them in half and boil them with dirt on, does the dirt harm the potatoes? No, because the, boil, the boiling kills all the bacteria. So, so even if it's murky when you take them out, it doesn't matter? No, it doesn't matter at all. So, listen, there were two things. You were talking about beards. Yes. Um, I happen to know something about that, Judy, of Belfast Park. I, I've heard that she sometimes wears a false beard. Who 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 wears a false beard? Judy of Belfast Park. Sometimes. Well, d- and also I've heard that's... she sometimes wears a merkin, but I don't know what that is. I would wouldn't like to to say on the radio. It's very very naughty. Right. Okay. Well, it's a wig for downstairs. <laughs> You'd only wear it downstairs. What do you mean downstairs? In the, in the kitchen. In in the basement. You'd wear it if you sat in the basement. Yes. Why would you need a wig? Just, you know, some people are a bit funny like that. Oh. Well, could you wear it in an attic? Uh, y- y- no, you you couldn't. God, oh, my God. Bill's teeth. 
Oh, it's gone all steamy next door. What's, who's in, uh, Lady Alex has steamed it all up. Look at that. I don't know what, what the, uh, website he's looking at. Lady Alex is in there. Look at that. Unbelievable. Uh, Ed is in the tooting. Yes, yeah, so I am. How's it going? Oh, Ed is going all right. Are you an, uh, an Edward? Uh, I am an Edward, yeah, as it goes, yeah. You, sound, you say that as though you're a bit embarrassed by it. Well, I'm having a big argument currently with the girls in my office who um, I told it's not Edward. And, you, uh, you, told them, you told them it wasn't Edward? Yeah. What, what did and you tell them it was? I haven't told them anything, and they're guessing now. Now, every time I go in the office, they've got about six new versions of what Ed could finish with. Well, what, 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 what else could it be, apart from Edward? Edwin, Edgar, oh. Ed, uh, Mund, and so on and so forth. Oh, they're did... coming out with ridiculous ones now. I didn't think there were so many, uh, so, uh, so many names beginning with Ed, but you're right, yes. Yeah, thousands. But why uh, don't you just tell them the truth? Oh, it's gone too far now. Oh, it's one of those things. Yeah, one it? of those ones. You know, Are they coming up with rude suggestions? Not really, just ridiculous suggestions. Like what? Edmundheim. One of them told me yesterday was some sort of uh, regional German version of Ed. Oh, I don't believe it for an instant. Uh, Edmund Edmundheim. That's quite. I quite <laughs> like that. It's very funny. <laughs> yes. But yes, um, you're talking about beards, yeah. Yes. And uh, one thing you haven't brought up yet, or one certain gentleman you haven't brought up yet, who doesn't actually support the full beard that he was, but. As far as I'm concerned, the reason for human beings having beards is to try and one day look as good as Jimmy Hill did with his full-on... Oh, yeah, well, now, Jimmy Hill had his beard for medical reasons, didn't he? Well... Because I, he looked I, like I, an idiot without it. But I don't understand. Well, if he grew it, it looks like he's either got a beard which goes a good half a foot below his mouth... Yeah. Or he's got a massive chin that he's trying to disguise, and all he's doing is drawing extra attention to that chin. Man, like his, bearding it. his chin is massive. Imagine having a chin so big that school children pick up on that chin and use it as a form of abuse and to show disbelief in what someone is saying to you. He is. It's and all a... you have to do is shout at someone across the, the schoolroom or the classroom, Jimmy! Jimmy Hill. Exactly. Hey. It's still, it still works now. You'll hear grown men saying Jimmy Hill and rubbing... Rubbing their chin in a slightly <laughs> suspicious way. <laughs> hey, speak, uh, speaking of men with beards, uh, Noel Edmonds was back on BBC One this Saturday evening for the first time in a million years. Yeah. Because it was, and it was an oh, awful show. I, you know, I watched a bit, out of it, a bit of it out of morbid fascination. It was National Lottery Day. I don't know what that means, but it was National Lottery Day. And so Edmonds was hosting some awful National Lottery thing. And he did, uh, do you remember on Noel's house party, he did NTV, where he'd click his fingers oh. and it would go to someone's house... <laughs> it was, he did it, and it was awful! Absolutely awful! I was thinking, hang on a minute, this is what the nation used to watch as its entertainment every Saturday. You know, this, this programme would regularly get 15 million viewers. And it was atrocious. And he was doing exactly the same act that got him booted off the BBC, or caused him to leave the BBC, you know, ten years ago. What happened with him on the BBC? Was it all those... Starting up all those little theme parks he was doing. I don't know. I don't know. I I I think I know he. I don't know. I I, I got a feeling he refused to do one show because they, he was unhappy with the script and I think it just it but just became he less. On Channel Four, and he draws pineapples on his hand. He draws pineapples on his hand for Deal or No Deal. Yes, which is uh, a show. But I must. Admit, I, thank you, Ed. I, I watched Deal or No Deal once, and you, it's kind of Moorish. You can kind of get sucked into it. But if anyone saw this lottery thing. Oh, God, it was awful. Oh, and if anyone agrees or disagrees with Agent Chris's quote of the day, we'll get more on, on it after five, he would never date someone wearing glasses. <laughs> and the thing that was so galling about Edmunds on set night, as, as Chris, Agent Chris pointed out during the break, he was loving it. Wasn't he loving it? And you could just see him thinking, I'm back. 
I'm back. Would it, Tessa, would you want to see Edmunds back on, on primetime Saturday night TV? Um, I don't know who he is, so I'm not sure. Excuse me? Oh, I, I've missed the whole story. I'm, I'm on my mobile phone. Noel Edmunds. Oh, him. Oh, no. He was doing, he was on BBC One on Saturday night oh, doing, it was a National. weird guy, isn't he, he? He's an odd gentleman. Doing na- National Lottery Day. And he was hosting the lottery and it had some of the elements of Noel's house party in it. Mm, okay. Oh, okay. But blobby. No, sorry, right. I just, I'm in a bit of a hurry because I'm supposed to be in a minute. Oh, in that case, I'll shut up. Away no, you go. No, 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 you, sorry. You do your bit, no, go on. Um, no, I was just calling. Yes. I'm going to eat a because... Twix while you're talking. Okay, no problem. I was calling because I called up last night to friend. Yeah. And I introduced the game to you. The three-question game. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, and then I got a bit of creative block on my third question. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a bit frustrating and confusing for me. So, I was wondering if I could ask you another question. Well, hang on a minute. So, the three-question game, we played uh, yes. about one minute... And you asked three, and I asked... We played it one minute to one last night. That's it. Uh, I ask a question, you ask a question, we go back and forth th- uh, three yeah. times. Yeah. But you want to ask an, a bonus question. No, I want to ask a third question, because I only asked two, didn't I? No, you, you did ask a third question, didn't you? <laughs> you no, the, 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 oh, okay. You, no, you phoned, the, the, when you were on the phone, there was a third question. What, there was a question before, <laughs> before we went to the news. Well, on air, as I remember, you asked three, yeah. and I asked two. That's what my recollection said. I thought you'd said, all right, well, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Okay, oh, go on. Thank what is your, you. What is your third question? Right, Although I'll, I don't I'll think... I'll give you a throwaway question, then, which is, what were your A-levels? Oh, my A-levels were rubbish. No, no, what subjects? Um, oh, what subjects? You, you don't want to know the grades? I'm not interested, no. Okay, I did, uh, oh, in, that, in that case, my A-levels were great. I did English, uh, I did American history, I did sociology, and I did psychology. Really? Uh, okay. Yep. I teach psychology. And geography. Oh, really? Uh, I, I did, um, physics, chemistry, biology, and general studies. I, I didn't ask. I know, but I told you anyhow. I was but, good at, it, I was good at psychology. I, I, I did that. Were you? Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. I, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Is, is, that, is that, you're off to your meeting now, are you? No, it? I just, all I wanted to know was whether I could ask you another question, and you said yes, so. Oh, so hang on, so that was, the, the question was, could you ask another question? Yeah. So you've had two questions. <laughs> well, um, cheeky, aren't I? Yes. Tessa, thank you for that. Bye. Oh, my, there we go. I, I think I was manipulated ever so slightly there, and tricked into that. Okay, oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh. Uh, 973 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, uh, I think we've kind of done beards, really. To, we don't need any more beards. Uh, I, I think we've promoted B- Mini Baby Bell enough. Oh, one thing I did want to ask you. We accept that you phone into a, a radio station. That's kind of how we work, and we'd be a bit scuppered uh, if you didn't. Imagine if we didn't have any phone calls for a day. If all of the callers decided to go on strike, that'd be good, wouldn't it? I'd be on their side. Anyway, shouldn't really try and stir up trouble. But, have any of you ever phoned up a TV show? That seems an odd thing to do. 0870-9090-973. Uh, speak to you after the latest LBC 97.3 News. Aruga. Here we go. So, uh, the reason I ask is it's, it's an odd thing, isn't it? It's, t- t- it's strange phoning up a radio show, in all honesty. It's, it's an odd thing to do. Something I'll never quite understand why you do it. And we're, we're glad you do. And I've done it in the past. But I don't know why I did it in the past. I don't know what, quite what I was doing. But filling up a TV show is especially odd. They do it a lot on the right stuff uh, on Channel 5. Well, I don't know, it's 9 o'clock, I think. It's on 9 till 10 or something like that. I film in the same studio as the right stuff on a Friday, so I see all of those guys. Uh, I saw Matthew Wright Topless the other day. Uh, so that that happens. Uh, but I, I, years ago, I phoned up Five's Company, which I believe... Um, who's the... Um, 
Steve Allen, isn't it? He's the, the, the thing you I think he was one of the presenters. It's a really odd, misplaced show. Five's comedy was on Channel 5. It had five hosts. And it was too confusing. Every now and then, a TV show will start... Uh, a new series will start, and it'll have three hosts, because everyone thinks, oh, it's, it's the next big thing, three hosts. Then they realise that three hosts is too many, and one will slowly get in the sack. Um, Five's Company had five, five hosts, and they were doing a thing, phoning in about uh, people, uh, pr- proposals that had gone wrong. So I phoned up, I was bored, I, was, I think I was probably signing on at the time, I may even have been a little bit drunk, who knows. Uh, and I said that I'd uh, proposed to my girlfriend on the platform of uh, King's Cross Station, Piccadilly Line, uh, over the tannoy. And that she told me to get knotted. But then, I then went on to propose to my flatmate, a girl I had no interest in in that way whatsoever, but just thought it'd be a laugh. Uh, And so I did a proposal live on the TV. The next day, Five's company phoned me up and said, oh, just wondered how it went. I said, oh, yes, yeah, Felicity said yes, we're getting married. And they're like, oh, fantastic. And then for the next week, they kept phoning me up saying, oh, can we get you, you know, can we get some press? Would you like to come on the show? And foolishly, I said no. I said, no, I, I don't want any attention drawn to it. But what I should have done is gone on Five's Company with a fake bride. Len! Hello, Len! Hello, mate. How you doing? I'm all right. Right, you know this, this phoning up the TV lark? Yes, sir. A mate of mine, he, he's uh, been in the circus and a few things like that. The circus? One of these circus. One of these cheapy ones that goes around, you know, not not, not Bertram Mills or Billy Smarts, but yes. one of these ones that you sort of disappears and comes back again, you know. All right, yeah, it's a cheapy but circus. Anyhow, um, he, he, he had this trick where he laid on a bed of nails and someone would drive a jeep over him. All right. So, anyhow, he got a booking on a, t- on a TV programme on a Friday night. Yes. On a... It was coming out of Southampton Studios because it was for, just for the south of England. Oh, TVS, yeah. Yeah, and he rang me up and said, oh, you won't be able to watch it and all that. Anyhow, I played about with the old TV area, because I live in Edmonton and North London, and if you've, got, if you've a few floors up, you can pick up different areas, there. I remember how to do that, yeah, you, yeah, it's gone. So, anyhow, I tuned it in, got TVS on, didn't I? There it was, the pro... But at but the beginning of it, there was a phoning bit where you phoned up that Penny Smith, you know, because it's quite tasty, isn't Oh, Penny Smith is a lovely-looking lady, yes. Oh, she's, she's all right, she's coming up at my door anytime. Yes. Yeah, I found out, I was talking about some topic, and I got through, and my, uh, and I got through, I just got through, first caller. Wow. And, and how could that be? Must have a million people watching it, mustn't there, you know what I mean? Well, no. And my mate's bottle went a bit on his axe. He heard my voice in the, uh, coming over the loudspeakers. Oh, no, so he bottled the, the bed of nails? He really bottled out, he bottled out, it was only because his old woman was with him, and said, God, get on with it, we need the money, that he done it. He was, his nerves went, he said, um, just the fact, the sheer fact that I'm... Yes. Well, uh, your, your, your voice is making my nerves go, Len. Thank you for that. I once d- did a better nails. Better nails is easy. I didn't get ridden over by a jeep. Absolutely true. Didn't get ridden over by a jeep. But we had, um, uh, the, some show I was in, uh, had the, you know those Shaolin monks, man? The wicked. Shaolin monks are wicked. And they, there was like about 50 of these Shaolin monks. And the, the best ones were the little kid Shaolin monks, because they were wicked, man. But they had a bed of nails, and the, the, the rehearsal uh, was, the piece was going to be, they'd lay me on a bed of nails, and uh, a Chinese dude would stand on me. And they rehearsed it, and it was easy, because bed of nails, because it's so many nails, bed of nails is easy, because there are so many of them, your weight is evenly distributed, so you don't feel a thing, you don't feel anything. And in rehearsal, they laid me down, and the guy said to me, it was fine. When we actually did it, live on telly, they didn't gently lay me down on the bed of nails, they dropped me from about an inch on the bed of nails. And so one of my shoulders is punctured by about 30 of these nails. And it hurt! It hurt quite a lot. 
973 is the phone number if you want to take part. Rob is in the Hendon. Hello, Ian. How's it going, mate? It's going all right, Rob. Yeah, I found up to challenge Agent Chris's, uh, quote. Oh, yes, Chris, can you remind London what your quote of the day is, please? Music. Have got, well, have we got to the music? Just you, but we know what the quote is. We, do we got the music again? Have we? Yeah. Unbelievable. Agent Chris. 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 today. There we go. I won't go out with a girl with glasses. Right. Controversial, Rob. Yeah, I've got two words. Well, yeah, four words. Yeah, hang on. Whoa, whoa, hang on. How many words have you got? And are any of these words swears? No, not swears. Not racist. Anything like that. Okay. Let's have these. Let's have these four words. Two words. Lorraine Kelly, she wears glasses, she's hot, and Kate Silverton, who reads the news on BBC. Lorraine Kelly, let's start with these one at a time. Now, Lorraine Kelly, now, I, I don't, I didn't think she was sexy until I saw her walking down Oxford Street in a brown leather suit, and I thought, ooh, I'd like to hold her hand. Chris, uh, Lorraine Kelly. Too old. Okay, okay. Kate Silverton, who is a sophisticated, sassy fox of a lady who's worldly wise and beautiful. Is she wearing glasses? Yes. Yes, she does. Yep. No. But, but how can you be so bigoted like that, man? Because it's deceiving. What? What's deceiving? Well, you look different when you, people look. People who wear glasses look different when they take them off. Yeah. Do you know why? Why? They're not wearing glasses. Well, yeah, but when you meet someone who wears glasses. Oh. Say you spent the night with them, yeah, and they took their glasses off. Yeah, they look completely different. Right, it's deceiving and it's wrong. Rob, I don't think you're going to sway in with those two. Okay, I'll try harder. Okay, what, 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 what does that mean? I think you're going to get a kick in later on, Chris. I think what he means by he's going to try harder is he's going to find out where we work and come and give you a kick in at half past six. That's what I think. That's all about. Uh, Alex, I don't know what you've done to the next studio. It's all steamed up in there, man. Done something very bad. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven six. I think that glasses can be very very sexy, unless, as I said, they're the thick Sid Little milk bottle glasses. Mike is in the Red Hill. Hi Ian, how you doing? I'm all right, Mike. Yes. Good. Now Ledman. Yes. The reason he's been disappeared off the TV for a while. Yes. The guy that died doing a bungee jump on his show. Yeah. No, that was about twenty years ago, though. Yeah, I know, but he's been on TV since then. No, I don't think so, is he? Well, hang on. Yeah, of course he was. Yeah? Yeah, because the guy, I think it was Michael Lush or Jonathan Lush or something, who tragically died in uh, a stunt, a member of the public that died in a stunt that went wrong. That was on the Late Late Breakfast Show. But then he came back six months later with Noel's House Party. Oh, I thought it was during Noel's House Party. I didn't really, I didn't think it was a breakfast show. No, it was, no. Oh, God. It was called the Late Late Breakfast Show. The joke oh, right, being yeah. it was on in, at the tea time. Right, man. Am I showing my age or what? Uh, well, sort of. You're also... Have you been in a coma for, like, 15 years or something? I think I'll probably have been. I, I think... I think possibly, because they, yeah, he's, he, that was about 24... 22 years ago or something. Now, here's a question. What, what year did Noel's House Party start? I reckon it was about 88. Chris thinks it was a creation of the 90s. It's a bit weird we're going about Edmunds, isn't it? Quite a lot. It doesn't really matter. 0870-9090-973 is the phone. Oh, listen, I probably won't get time to say about the petrol fire alarm thing. Maybe I'll have to do that tomorrow, because there's got a load of other stuff to get through. Uh, you can email 
ian at lbc.co.uk. I should say at 5.38, we've got the daily, 5.38 daily correspondent update. Uh, we've only had one correspondent call in so far. So if you are a correspondent, and I'll explain this all a little bit later on in case you're a bit confused, probably a good time to call in now and book your call. Uh, more of your calls after the news. Thank you. What kind of... Uh, well, we're rattling through it today. It's uh, gone quite quickly. I'm surprised by that. Monday's normally a bit of, uh, hard work, but it seems to, uh, be rattling through it. Anyway, if you want to give us a call, there's still time. 0870 The 5.38 Daily Correspondent Update at 5.38. That's happening. Six o'clock, Triple M, your call's going straight to air. Uh, until then, let's go to Angela in the Enfield. Hi. Hello, Angela. Hi. I just want to say that Noel Edmonds is absolutely awful. I just can't, I can't stand him. I think he's a horrible little man. He's whoa, 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 of his whoa, whoa. own self-importance. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on a second, hang on a second. You can't go around saying that. Why, uh, why do you think he's full of his own self-importance? Well, it, when he looks at you, it's like he's trying to hypnotise you with his boringness. <laughs> he's so dull. <laughs> I, just, I just can't stand him. He... And we pay his wages, and he's awful. Well, we don't pay his Get wages. We don't pay his wages. On the BBC we do. Yeah, but he's on Channel 4, mainly. Mm, yeah, and, and as for that show, yes. the first time I ever saw it, I yes. didn't see it from the beginning, and I just, I thought when he picked up that receiver, he was talking to God. He was so... He's talking to the, he's God. talking to the banker. Yeah, of course. Who is more like, important than God. Well, obviously. Yes. So <laughs> you're, you're, you're not a fan, you wouldn't like to see him back on Saturday Night Television? No, I hope to God that he doesn't come back. Okay, well, I, I, I wanted to find out why she so passionately hated Noel Lemons, but I suspect there's maybe something's happened between them in the past. Uh, I would say he's, um, there's a slight arrogance that comes across on the screen when you watch Edmonds, but I wouldn't say, uh, and s no, smugness. There's a smugness that I find slightly uncomfortable. Uh, Jim is in the older shot. Ian, hello. Hello, Jim. Well, well, I've got to say, whatever that lady just said about Noel Edmonds, I've got to uh, reiterate it. Oh, God. <laughs> well, what, Why? Well, he's just so boring and horrible, isn't he? Well, the, horrible is a strong word. Boring, yes. I, I'm, I'm not. Listen, I'm not a fan of his. I'm, I'm not defending him because I think he's he's God's gift to television, and I'm, yeah. I think we should have him back. I don't think it's a good idea to, for him to come back. But I'm, I, I thought people loved Noel Edmonds. Listen, caller before last asked, he's never seen him on TV. Is he on TV now? He's on the, at this very moment in time. Doing that quiz show? Oh, he's, Edmonds is on now, is he? Yeah, he's on on this very minute. Deal, deal or no deal? My mother will be watching it. She'll be at home. We're not listening to her son, who you know works. Hard. She'll be watching that nonsense. <laughs> he's an odd fellow, Edmonds. You know, he's he's very good at what he does, but you yeah. kind of just. Uh, he I mean, used to be a DJ, didn't he? Yes, he, he used did. To be a DJ years ago. He used he? to do the Radio One breakfast show. Yeah, he, he was better on that because we never saw him, did we? Did you, uh, did, he used to do those funny phone calls, remember? I've got an album somewhere, Noel's Funny Phone Calls, and he'd phone up, and he'd go, right, Hello, yeah. can I speak to Jim, please? Yeah, hello, hello, like Jim, I'm, uh, from up. the police, and I'm gonna arrest you for murder. <laughs> and then they, uh, it go off like ten minutes, and he'd go, Actually, do you ever, do you ever listen to Radio One? Yeah, that's do you, it. Do you ever listen to Noel Edmonds, cos it's me you're speaking to? Got you, Jim! <laughs> I got ya! Anyway... Uh, Ian, I've got to go. I've yeah. got to go because I've got uh, tortoises waiting. In that case, I'm going to cut him off and not pursue that any further because that's a weird reason for which to end a telephone call. 0870 If you want to take part, Philip! Good afternoon, Ian. Good afternoon to you, Philip. Before I make my main point, yes. uh, Sabrina Lloyd's on tonight. 
Oh, where, when, what? what? Uh, numbers. ITV3, nine o'clock. I love it. I've, I've watched nearly, I've been watching a lot of, Sabrina Lloyd is an actress in a TV series yeah, I like I called Sliders. Uh, I'm coming towards the end of series three, and it's rubbish now, Sliders. The, the mm. professor has died. Yeah. It's bobbins, but I've got to watch the end of it. Yeah. But there was one the other day when my DVD, oh, the DVD player broke. It froze. Yeah. But it froze on this shot of her on a beach. Oh, oh and she's so foxy. She's a cop in this series. Oh, God, I'm going to go to America. Yeah. And I'm going to make her fall in love with me. You want to get her on the programme? Yeah. Oh. Chris, <laughs> can we get Sabrina Lloyd on the programme, please? <laughs> Who? Oh, Wade, Wade Wells from Sliders. I'll talk about it later on. Uh, ne- the, reason, the reason I rang it. Can is, I just say, Philip, this oh, Friday is Music Thursday on Friday. Sparks coming in. Sparks are coming in, so yeah. we're, all, we're all very, very excited yeah, about that. I've got a question for them. This town ain't big enough for the both of us. Dum, 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 dum. Excellent. Yeah. So that's going to be good. Anyway, uh. The Philip. reason I rang in about yes. Chris's quote of the day, I think the reason that Chris doesn't want to go out with girls in glasses yes. is because he's frightened of making a spectacle of himself. Hello? Have I been cut off? You gone quiet. Hello? Hello? Mandy's in the Hayes Common. We are listening to Ian Lee. Tuesday at four, I still wanted more. Wednesday at five, oh, I feel so alive. What is this? Thursday at six, I'm really enjoying my fix. Oh, Ian Lee is the station for me. Yeah. And then then she puts the phone down. What the hell happened there? This... (laughs) This is very, very odd, isn't it? Suddenly, this is the odd quarter, is it, of the show? Paul's in the Hackney. Hello, Paul. Hello there. Are you an odd person? Yeah, I'm quite odd. Oh, God. OK, well, let's let's be having you. Oh, I haven't... Well, I was talking about his beard, and someone who looks really weird about his beard is Billy Connolly. Oh, he does look odd, doesn't he? Yeah, well, when I first see him shaved, clean-shaven, I thought, who's that? But this, the thing is, did they look weird before they had beards, or is it because we've only ever seen them with beards that when they don't have beards, they look odd? I just think they look odd anyway. Oh, yeah, dear, mate, well, yeah, maybe. Have you got a, a beard, Paul? No, I've got, I just, I, I use, um, hair clippers all the time to, um, trim it so, to, down to a stubble. So you, you've got the, the, what used to be called designer stubble? Yeah, and the clippers, the good thing about clippers is that you can have extra short, um, stubble or quite long stubble. Yeah. You uh, can move the, um, bit on it. And the, and the chicks dig it, do they? Yeah, I love it. Good lad, thank you very much. Uh, there we go. Let's, I'm going to take a couple of these, if that's all right. Let's try this one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello? Oh, they bottled it. Line three, you're on the wireless. Oh, um, uh, Ian, I can do the noise. Go on, then. With my, with my throat. Are you ready? Yes. OK. Excellent, yes. thank you very much. Oh, look, here we go, it gets better and better. Graham is in the Croydon. Hello, Hello, Graham. It's really, really nice to speak to you. Not... It's a bit being nice to old people in your ear, isn't it? Oh, you know? yeah, yes. Yes, I'll be nice to be old people this week, yes. Uh, uh, you know, haven't listened, you know, today. Not, not at all, Ian, you know. Oh, you've been listening to Virgin, have you? Well, you know, the way I see it, Ian, it's, um, it's like a sandwich, Ian, you know. Mm. I've, got, I've got two slices of bread and a crazy ham in the middle, Ian. I've got the Virgin, slice of, a slice of Hobbit, Ian, you know. I don't, I, don't, I don't get the um, metaphor. 
Virgin is a slice of slice of bread, and then Radio One the other slice, and then I've got a bit of bit of bean leaf for the middle. For the, I'm the crazy ham, am I? For the, for the ham, you know. Ian? Okay, not you, allow. You've got fifty seconds. What's your point? Virgin. What? Be, be yeah, yeah, well, you've got 45 seconds. You might as well just say it quickly and I'll, I'll keep quiet. Away you go. If you go through a bad patch in your life, you know, you, you, it, 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 grow a beard and when you, when you shave it off, it exercises demons, in, you know. I was living in Mexico for a bit with a lovely senorita on a farm, in, you know, and uh, yeah, I grew a beard and stopped the, stopped the kids from seeing the cattle, in, you know. El Diablo, they say, you know. Graham's the devil and he's got a beard in, you know? You cut it off and you're a new man, you know? That's a get you got a beard in. You've got ten seconds left, you're going to use it? Shut up, Ian. Oh, shut up. Oh, wait, seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Sorry, this silly quarter. We'll try and bring some kind of sense of normality after we've had a bit of this. If you- Genuinely a good idea from Phillips there. Not, not him telling that joke, that was an awful idea. But getting Sabrina Lloyd on the phone, because she is- I, I, I would like- I'm gonna ask- get her on the phone, Chris, I will ask her to marry me. And if she says yes, man, that's gonna be all the promotion this show needs to rocket it up to number 17 in the charts. 0870 Ever phone a TV show, mini baby bells, uh, and girls scratching their inner ear? Not- not being the, the greatest topics, perhaps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, Noel Edmonds, uh, girls scratching their inner ears, coppers with beards, which then go, went on to beards. Lots and lots of stuff has been discussed. This half hour, we've got the 5.38 daily correspondent update. Six o'clock, calls going straight to air. Until then, you can give us a call, 870 9090973. Orazio's in the Southfields. Hello, Mr. Lee. Hello, Orazio. How the devil are you? Uh, do you know what? I'm, I'm good at it. I'm not, I'm okay. I need, uh, yeah, I'm okay. Great show, by the way. Yes. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. But anyway... What's that buzz? Oh, it's it's my telephone. Oh, God. Because I'm, I'm ringing from the, from the loft. Oh, okay. Right, that makes sense. Yes, as you <laughs> would do. I had great trouble at the weekend with my internet VoIP. Is that, is that the word VoIP? VoIP? It's like a, it's a, it's a phone that uses the internet. Is, is that broadband? Well, it's on broadband, but it's not Skype. It's through my BT. And it stopped working, so I thought that there was something wrong with my BT. So I spent like an, an hour and a half trying to sort this thing out and reprogram right. it. Couldn't do it. Spent 30 minutes waiting on the phone to speak to some dude in Bombay. Right. Who, uh, after speaking to him for 30 minutes, he went, Oh yeah, no, the VoIP network is down. Well, hang on a minute. Why didn't you tell me that at the start of this conversation? Instead of going through your... His, he was going through a checklist, and his first question was... Have you checked to see if everything is connected properly? Yeah, of course I've checked it to see if it's connected properly! <laughs> I'm not an idiot! Not very reliable, are they? Not very reliable at all, Arachio. What can I do for you? Anyway, uh, the reason I'm calling is because, um, in 1982, um, I was a member of the audience for the, uh, Noel Edmonds Late Late Breakfast Show. Oh, yes. 82, there we go, yes. And I was, um, 14 years old at the time. Yes. And I was with my sister, and believe it or not, Ian, the, the special guests were ABBA. Were, were they? Yeah, but yeah. Why would I not believe it? Yep, it, it, it was, was ABBA. i tell you something, because I was in the audience of, of Swap Shop, I don't know what year it was, and I heard a small audience, about 15 people, and believe it or not, the special guests, I can, I can trump your ABBA. Seriously? Yeah, I can. But what? Tell me, tell me a group that's better than ABBA. Um, 
I don't think so. Uh, well, I think so. What if I were to say, the Carpenters? The Carpenters? Um, well, they're not bad. They're better than ABBA. You think so? I know so. Do you know why? Why is that? Because they're on the top of the world looking down on the ABBA and the only explanation they can find. Of course. Thank you. I totally agree with you. Lovely. You're a bit creepy, aren't you? <laughs> but anyway, um, yes. after the show... Okay, there's more. It was it was complete pandemonium, Ian. Because did one of ABBA escape? Sorry? Did, did one of ABBA escape? No, it was just uh, oh, okay. outside the studios. Abba mania. You could, you could, you couldn't hardly move. No. You couldn't hardly move, and it was you unbelievable, Ian. Hardly, it is unbelievable, Orazio. It really was. It is. It is literally unbelievable. <laughs> Thank you for that. Anyway, nice talking to you. Ni- anyway, nice talking to you, sir. I think we just had our first robot call. Uh, and that's good to know, because we're not, bi- we're not uh, prejudiced or bigoted here. Robots, too, are welcome to call in the show. Uh, you know, I saw, um, the, the Carpenters, and Richard Carpenter had a migraine, and they gave away an Astro Wars, uh, little, uh, it, it, it's irrele- irrelevant, it's 5.38. It's time for the Daily 5.38 Daily Correspondent Update, brought to you every day. Daily. This is Matt in the Heathrow to cart fishing and UFC correspondent. Hmm. Results from this weekend's UFC 63. Long-time welterweight champion Matt Hughes took on one of the few people to ever beat him in the form of BJ Penn. After a promising start from BJ, was forced into a crucifix hole and had his face pounded by the vicious elbows of Hughes. It was well wicked and reminded me of the fights my parents used to have before the court case. It was well wicked. Only one correspondence today was dis- disappointing. If you don't know what the correspondents are, may I suggest you go to lbc.co.uk, go to my page, uh, and there is a list of correspondents. There's about 50 of them, and they're a team of experts, each trained in one specified field, and they call in and give me an update on the subject. Only one today, which is disappointing. They're kind of getting a little bit slack again. Uh, but it's, it's well worth having a look on the LBC website. All the presenters are there. Our new pictures are up there, uh, which is very good. And on my page, there's, uh, I think there's a page of useful... Uh, websites, uh, there's the blogs that I write about every show, so go and have a look, isn't it? Anna's in the West Dulwich. Hello, my darling, how are you? I'm fine, my love. Good, honey. Oh, that's, it's so good to hear your voice. Is it? it? Really, yeah, it is, because I've just come back from, um, well, I can't tell you where I've just come back from, but Pr- I've just come back. Prison? No, 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 prison. No, 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 not, I've not been to prison, darling. Well, why can't you tell us where you've been? Um... Okay, if I tell you where I've been, then you'll know what I've been up to, and you'll probably cut me off, so I can't do that. What? Oh, God, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> hang on. Is it anything illegal? Over there it's not illegal, no. Oh, well, then tell, 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 us, tell us where you've been. Let's see I if we can look it up. possibly. I, I won't cut you off. I didn't call up for that. I, I didn't call up for oh, that. Oh, personal life! Is it to do with sex? Of course it's to do with sex. Oh, God almighty. You've not been touting for business. I haven't been touting for business, darling. You've no. been... You've, you've, you've... You see, oh, God, we've got to be very careful, because there are young people listening. Well, so exactly. Let's, no, but, but no, 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 exactly. No, but if I say where I've been, there's only one... Well, there's not only one, but you'll, you'll make... You've been to a massage parlour? You've been to no, a sauna? No. You've been to a sauna? You've been swinging? Not today, no. 
Anyway, darling, listen, no. I've got to, I've got to pull you up on something. No, I, hang on, we'll do that in a second. <laughs> uh, if, if we're lucky. Can uh, I just take my boots off, though? I've just come in. Oh, God almighty. And I've got to just... Yes. Take but, them off. Oh, that feels so much t- nicer. Tell, uh, yes. T- give, give us a rough idea where you've been. Oh, Ian, come on, you're a man of the world, aren't you? Aren't you? Not, I don't think so. <laughs> it's to do with sex. Yes. No, it's to do with sex. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You've been on a date. A date? No, not a date. No, There's... it's not a date. Um, what, what, what location would give, give it away? <sighs> well, oh my goodness me. Have you been to a sex shop? No, I haven't been to a sex shop, darling. Not today. You're not going to get it unless I tell you, and then when I tell you, yeah. it will. The genie will be out the bottle. Then. Well, let, let's let's see the genie. I like you'll genies. Never, you'll never have me on again, Ian. Why? I don't understand what you've done <laughs> that's so bad that I would well, cut I, you off. I'll tell you. There's a couple of reasons, but one of the main reasons is yeah. that you'll think totally different about me. Oh God! I don't. Well, I'd, I'd think badly of you. Well, you know, we'll we'll lose this 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 rapport. I think you and I have. Do we have rapport? Well, I haven't been on for a long, 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 long time, and I've been listening all afternoon, and I can't hear anyone who I used to hear before. You're not court shoes, Anna, are you? So, yes, I am. Ah! I remember court shoes, Lady Alex. <laughs> so you're the older woman. Well, slightly, yes. 46. No, I'm not 46 42. Yet. Mm, For- I'm 41, but I, I'm an extremely well-preserved 41. Okay. Uh, let's, can we put, hang on a second. Michael, you think you know where Anna's been, do you? Yep, she's been to Jamaica. Have you been to Jamaica, Anna? Who is that on the line? Is Michael in West Hampstead? <laughs> well, I know you, Michael. Um, unfortunately, no. But have you been to Jamaica, Anna? Yes, I have. But how did you know that, exactly. Michael? Exactly. How did you know that, Michael? Because I'm, I'm a bit of a player. A bit of a player? <laughs> what does that mean? Now, now... If, if he says, if he can get, if he says where, I mean, Jamaica's a, a, an island. Um, Negril. Normally. Sorry? Negril. No, not, not Negril. No, I've, I've forgotten the name. It's the, it's, uh, <laughs> the Swingham Resort in... Oh! In, in I've forgotten the name. <laughs> Is it the Swingham Resort in Jamaica? Why, where, why on earth would Michael come up with that? I mean, I have, it's what it was, but why did you get, how did you get to that? I just knew. How? I can hear it in your voice. Because you're a bit of a player, aren't you, Michael? Allegedly. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Sean, very quickly, do you, where, where do you think, Sean, where do you think Anna's been? Amsterdam, it's obvious, man. No, she's, <laughs> we, we know she's classy there. Anna, listen, you have to stay there now, because I will go to the news. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Here. For the news and travel, we were speaking to Anna, who's just got back from hedonism in Jamaica. Anna? I'm here, Ian. What's wrong? Now you sound really knocked off, and you sound no, like you're. No, I'm not. I had to take you away from my ear because it was getting really hot. Oh God Almighty! <laughs> wow, wowzers! Anyway, what? So why couldn't you tell us you'd been to hedonism? I didn't. Sorry. Is that where you've been? No, it's not. Oh, so but you've been to Jamaica? Yes, I have. Listen, this is not the reason that I called. Oh, okay. There's a reason apart from just t- teasing us. Well, I, well, I wasn't. Was I teasing you? Yes. Well, no. <laughs> You asked me where I'd been, and I told you that I wasn't going to tell you. So you're teasing yourself, really, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> Story of my life, to be honest, teasing myself. Never mind. Anyway. That brings me back to my point now. Come oh, on. Oh, okay. Ian. Yes. You're such a fickle man. Do you know that? Yes. What's happened to Sarah? Sarah? Yeah. S- who? Sarah who? Sarah Beanie. Ah, Beanie Schmeanie. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I was talking about her today. Were you? Yeah, well, I was talking about her today, actually, anyone in the show. Did you I, not hear? No, I, I, I didn't. I was reading the Sunday paper, this is why I'm calling. Yes. And I saw the most gorgeous picture of her. I hadn't, I hadn't really thought much of her yeah. up until that point, because... Um, you keep going on, and I'm thinking... She's stunning. Well, she's always pregnant, number one. Yeah, she's got about three kids now, I so... I know, but hmm. she's got huge tits. Well, steady, steady on, come on, yes, we know that. You don't need to point it out in such... Well, no, I was, I was just going on detail. I saw this... <laughs> I saw this picture of her, and she was really very attractive. Yeah, so she's stunning. I understood why you liked her, but who's this other... This other one? Oh, here? Sabrina Lloyd. I don't know who... Now, she she's is. the opposite of what I normally go for, in that she's very small and very petite and very pretty. She's an American actress. She's in uh, a, a series called Sliders, which I like, and she's in some other programme, which is on now. Right, and OK. she's lovely. Now I know. Ian, I've got to go. I can see someone coming down my path. OK, that's, this attractive. is the weirdest phone call I've, I've had in a long time. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, I've got to go, darling. Bye. Bye. That was odd, wasn't it? Very mysterious. Amanda! Hello, Ian. Hello, Amanda. You're not going to be as mysterious as her, are you? I'm not, no. Excellent. Um, I've, I've got a bit of a glasses, a two-part glasses story. Okay. Uh, are, you, are you underwater or something? No. It's, can you hear me now? It's very muffled. Is it? Can it oh. I, I'm just on my mobile in the house. Are you hands-free? No. Is, is, the, is the mouthpiece near your mouth? Yes. Okay, well, let's see. Let's, we, we can muddle through it. It's just a little bit muffled, but never mind. Oh, Okay. Um, well, I'll try my best. Then. Are you holding a handkerchief over your phone? <laughs> no. Okay, some people do because they're weird, but okay. <laughs> um, no, when I was um, about nine, I um, told my mum that I couldn't see the blackboard, but she thought I was trying to copy my sister. Yes. So she refused to send me to the optician. Of course. She thought I was just like, making it up. So consequently, my eyesight got really, really bad, um, and eventually she had to take me. So my. My eyesight ended up being minus ten. I don't know whether you wear. Do you wear glasses or contact lenses? I, well, I used to wear reading glasses, and then uh, uh, it turns out I don't actually need them. Oh, I see. I've well, got better I than twenty twenty. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, without my glasses, it was like looking. It was like having a polythene, clear polythene bag over your head. Wow. Like <laughs> you couldn't breathe. <laughs> That's what I've got on now. That's why you can't hear me. That's why um, you can't hear me. So anyway, I had these glasses Quite like proven. milk bottles. They were absolutely dreadful. And my yeah. eyesight was minus 10, which is really bad. Because like, if you go to these red spec things, they all go up to like minus 2 or plus yes. 2. So minus 10 is really, really bad. Yeah. And all throughout my childhood, you can imagine, can't you, what I looked like. It was absolutely dreadful. Yeah, so I, I yes, I can imagine, yes. Yeah. And as I got a bit older, they started to do all these kind of weird... Uh, lenses that you could get put in a compression tank in Tokyo <laughs> to make right. most of like thinner. Right. So, sort of, which is a bit, bit weird, but anyway, they were a lot of money. But anyway, I decided to go for laser treatment on my eyes. Okay. Obviously, a common sort of thing. And uh, they said, no, no, they couldn't do that because um, I would still have to wear glasses because my eyesight was Your so eyes were bad. so bad, they couldn't improve them through laser technology. <laughs> That's right, yeah. So they said they had this revolutionary new treatment that I could have, which involved putting a contact lens, cutting my eye open, and sliding a contact Shut lens. Shut up! Yeah. No, they yeah. did not say that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, Jeez. I had to go and have one eye done at a time, and they, I had to go, and it, it was just so scary. They put this white cloth, like, what they did was they sort of paralyse your eye, so it's like you've got like a local anaesthetic in your eye, so you can't, you're just staring upwards, and you can't, you can't see a thing, because obviously you've got no glasses on. And then they put this white cloth over your face with just a hole, like, yes. for your eye to operate yeah. on. 
oh. and then they cut your eye open and slide a contact. This is the most hideous thing I've ever heard. It is. It, it was really, really because because the thing was I had to go back and have the other one done like two weeks later, and yeah. I was I was really terrified. Um, but basically, I have now got. 2020 20 vision. Oh, God, but you've got contact lenses permanently welded into your eyes. Yeah, yeah, and it's fantastic, because they, they, they stick your eye up and everything. It was mm. really awful. Amanda, that's that. hideous, but thank you for that. That's no problem at all. I think, I think I mean thank you. That's made me feel very uncomfortable. Paul's in the Chingford. Hello, Paul. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm all right. We ought to get her back on, you know, because I don't think this is quite finished. I think it's absolutely... She probably went out there to get a boob job. Oh, well, this is Anna. Yeah. Yeah, she was b- very mysterious, <laughs> wasn't she? Sorry? She was very mysterious. Oh, you know what? What? Oh, okay, I thought so. Uh, not a clue. Okay, we can, uh, oh, sorry, very quickly. Yes, line two, you're on the wireless. Oh, um, hi, I can purr like a pussy with my mouth. Excellent, well done. So, uh, uh 0870 coming to the end of what is, I say the normal show in inverted commas, because at six o'clock it goes to triple M, which is where we have 30 minutes of your calls going straight to air. Uh, 0870 we'll speak, oh God, we'll speak to that Bob in Thamesmead after this. 24, 39, I think those were the odds, not bad difference. Hey, but we're on the radio. Bob! Uh, good, uh, afternoon, Ian. Oh, God, itchy. How are you? I'm itchy, Yes. You're itchy, well, well. That's okay, I've had a scratch, it's all fine, what can I do for you, Bob? Come on, time is money, time is money, yes, yes, yes! Uh, now, that fellow at the Abel concert, um, I couldn't understand it, uh, whether there was a lot of people there or not a lot of people there. No, he was, he, he went and saw Noel's Late Late Breakfast show, and Abel were guests on there, and there were a lot of people outside the BBC. Yeah, but he, he said, uh, you couldn't hardly move. Oh. Which is like saying, you know, it was dead easy to move. Yes, I suppose. Also, so the so. carpenters are not better than Abba, I'm sorry. Shut your face. I mean, I'm a Pink Floyd man myself, but in terms of bands and persona and what have you, Abba were, were there. I mean, you just can't, even if you don't like them, you can't deny that. Now, do you know what? You might be right, actually. I'll concede that then. Go on. Say, thank you very much. But, you uh, although, although, having said that, oh, goodbye to love. I'll say goodbye to love with that guitar solo at the end. Oh, oh, that's to die for. Yes, and and she did. Anyway, Bob, is there a point to this phone call? That was it. Okay, thank you. Uh, Let's try this one. Line six, you're on the wireless. Line six. Okay, brilliant. Why don't you find out when you said sex on the radio? Well done. Excellent. Uh, Okay, so it's, uh, oh, dearie, dearie, mate. Sorry, I'm a little bit uncomfortable, it would seem. Uh, well, I, we'll, we'll leave it there till six o'clock now. I don't want to take any more calls till six o'clock, which is convenient, as, uh, there are no calls <laughs> to take until six o'clock. Sometimes you just have to, you know, retreat is the, uh, best form of attack. Anyway, I'm waffling on because I'm trying to fill time before I play the music. The music's played. If you missed today's show, it w- for a Monday, it was all right, actually. It weren't bad. It sounded quite a lot like this. Uh, I am woman, hear me roar. Police officers should not be allowed to have beards. Beards are nice, beards are soft. Beard has the same feel and texture as pubic hair. Size 8 or size 18? 18. Army is uh, a group of soldiers. They normally come around about half seven. You can hear them blowing off in my kitchen. Oh, you, Senator! Last night, I had to go to Ocapoco. <laughs> You don't have to patronise me, lay it on me, I can take it. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> that can cause nasal polyps. I won't go out with someone with glasses. Has Gordon Brown got a glass eye? It's none of your business!
your damn business. They're on the top of the world looking down on the ABBA and the only explanation they can find. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was, the show was better than that sound is. It was, it was 54 seconds, yeah, we, we did three hours, we're down to 54 seconds, it's gonna be odd, isn't it? It's very strange. Anyway, last 30 minutes, and then, uh, it's home time. Uh, 0870 is the phone number if you want to call. Uh, from now till 6.30, your calls go straight to air. It works like this. Normally, when you phone up, uh, on the show, you'll speak to Chris. Uh, he'll select the best callers uh, and put them through. Doesn't happen between 6 and 6.30. Instead, you call up. I, look, I have ten lines in front of me. I can see that line two is ringing. I touch the screen. I say, line two, you're on the wireless. Oh, I've got cut off. Here. You what think... are you talking about? Oh, yes. There's a fella I had to cut off there because we couldn't hear him earlier on. Anyway, if you want to take part, pretty much anything goes. Don't swear. Don't be libelous. Apart from that, it's up to you. We'll play Triple M after the latest LBC 97.3 News. Hello. 0870-9090-973. Calls go straight to air. The rules are very simple when we play Triple M. Don't swear. Don't say anything libelous, and it is libel. I had a strop email the other day. Ian, it's not libel, it's slander. It is libel, and I can't be bothered to explain why. But trust me, I know what I'm talking about. Now. Uh, otherwise, we've got a seven-second delay, so if you do do any of those naughty things, we can dump what you say. It will not get broadcast, and I can blacklist you from ever getting on the station again. I have the power to do that. So, bear those rules in mind, and we can have a lot of fun. Line one, you're on the wireless. Good evening, this is Pitcher Phil with Baseball News. In last night's action, it was Toronto over Boston, 13-4, to Tampa Bay over the Yankees, 11-4, to and Washington over the Mets, 5-1. to Tonight, it's the Angels against Texas, and Toronto against Boston. More news soon, pass, pass it, it on. on. Good lad, thank you, Pitcher Phil. Good to have you back on form after his little stumble last week. <laughs> we muffed it up. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian, it's Gary from the Lee. Hello, Gary. Hello, um, Sabrina Lloyd. Oh, yes, please. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't have her, unfortunately. Okay. Um, but, uh, I have a cunning plan. Oh, yeah, this is the girl from Sliders I really fancy. What's your plan? Well, she's in a television programme called Numbers. Yes. The second series of which is, I think is being shown in America now. Right. And it's coming to the UK, I think, in about January. Do you know what? You're talking about her. I'm getting a funny feeling in my tummy. That's okay. Yeah, I'm getting a little tingly feeling in my tummy. That's nice. Can I tell you that I first saw her in a programme called Sports Night and I thought she was quite foxy. She's just so she's sexy. I am yet to get the slider stuff, but I'm told she's good in that too. But she's, anyway, the, yes. num the numbers thing. Yes. Um, you could kind of, you know, use the, the powers of persuasion that LBC have to kind of get her on the phone to promote the new series which will be on ITV. Chris, are you, taking, no are you taking notes on this? Did we want all this to happen? Yeah. And also, they haven't yeah. yet released the Series 1 on DVD, so when that comes out, maybe, you know, you could say, can have a few free copies, get it on the programme, da-da-da-da-da. Oh, God. It's gonna ha- it's gonna- I- I- I've got a nervous tummy, this is really weird. It's gonna happen, Gary, that much it's, is true. It's gotta happen, and when it does, I'll be listening or camping outside one of the two. Okay, excellent, thank you very much, Gary, good lad, another fan of Sabrina Lloyd. If you don't know what she looks like, she's like, oh, a little- little elf. Put her in your pocket, she's lovely. Uh, line five, you're on the wireless. He's only wrapped that super much. There we go, it's okay. Uh, line six are on the wireless. Oh, hello, hi, Nick. It's Ian. Oh, hello, Ian. Nick, Sorry. Nick's in the, in the morning. Except oh. it's Carol this week. Oh, is it? Um, I was just wondering, as late, 
A caller phoned up a little while ago about some um, operation that she had. Yeah, she had her eyeball slit open and a contact lens put inside. OK, I was just wondering if she had information um, as to where she actually had the op done, because my eyesight is just as bad as hers. I is. think... Chris, did she say that she had it done in her eyes? It was the eyes. I know, yeah, it was, I in, know. It, it was in the eyes. hope that's helpful to you. Uh, line five, you're on the wireless. Ian, your mate, James O'Brien. Well, okay, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's take that as true for the moment, yes. If he says, I digress, or in the arena of, once more, I'm going to cut off his ear hole and send it to him in the post. Good day, Mr. Thank you. E. We, oh, gosh almighty, well, that's, I, I must pass that message on to James if I re- remember to. We don't condone any violence towards any of the LBC, well, to most of the LBC and 7.3 presenters. Yes, line eight. I reckon that if Dustin G had not died 20 years ago, he might have gone into a business partnership with Ernie Wise to build a treacle pudding factory. Mm, it's, it's a possibility, isn't it? Great loss to show business, uh, Dustin G. Ish. Yes, line five, you're on the wireless. Yeah, hi, hey, it's Leslie here, the gas engineer. How you doing? Fine, Les. What annoys me is the fact that everyone's getting a price gas in, in, increase right now, OK? And a bigger one to come. Uh, right. And the, the government and the whole what? industry does not tell us what we're doing. What are you talking about, Les? We're saving money. Who is? We are. The government would like us to uh, just lay down and accept what? price rises. Right. But the only way to save money is to change the system, change the boiler. Right. They're available for everyone. Yes. What, what has this got to do with anything? The, we've the, been government, to... the government and the, the people in the, in, the, in the media do not tell us, tell the public what's going on. To what, what people in the media? If you was listening, listening to, say, a radio programme anywhere... I, I'm doing know. a radio programme, Les. Yes, I know, but you're not talking about anything about... People are wasting money. Making phone calls to radio here. stations. But what's that got to do with the... What's the fact that people uh, should change to more cost-efficient boilers got to do with the media? Because the media does not publicise how you save your money. Why should... Why should... Why should... Les, 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 Les. Why... Why... Steady on. Why should the media publish... It'd be very boring to do a show or write a newspaper article or do a television show which says, hey, if you change your boiler, it's more cost-efficient. (laughs) <laughs> There's a lot of people would like to know about that, especially old pensioners as well. On very but the old pensioners means. couldn't afford to get the new boilers installed anyway, because they cost quite a bit of money. And they get a grant for it. Well, then they should need to go and find out. Why is it, why is it anybody else's responsibility to tell everybody else? Surely these people should find out themselves, Les. No. The, the, the information is not available. Well, the information is available. It oh. is not available enough to allow the media to understand. What, the hang on. Public, the what? public. What have the media got to do with it? Every time the media say a, a programme on TV or the programme on a radio talks about energy saving, they never, ever talk about the real way of saving the money. Right. Which is getting a new boiler. Yeah. Brand new how, boiler. How come, I, how come I knew to get a new boiler to be, become more cost efficient? How come I knew that? Do you... How much... How many percent do you realise you save by oh, putting I, I, I don't know. I've left the percentages at home. Sorry. Well, 
if you've got a gas bill of a thousand pounds a year oh, God. with your old boiler and you've got a new one in there, yeah. it saves you forty percent less. Wow. Well, there you go, Les. You've told everyone. Thank you. That's what I want to. That's exactly what I want to do. Well, you've 40% done it. Forty percent less on their gas bill. Okay. Well, you've done if it. They fit a new boiler. Oh bloody hell! You've done I it. No, boring, aren't I? Yeah, you are very boring. Yeah, very boring. I'm good. I'm glad I'm boring because I, I need people to know it. But but it's boring though. I don't care. But then it saves people money. But no no one Les is going to go and get a new boiler because some oh, fruitcake because they someone called because someone called Les has phoned up a straight to air phone in and said you need <laughs> to get a new boiler. No one is going to act on your words today. They will. They won't. They won't, 40% mate. Less. Yes. Forty percent. Yes. Forty percent. But Les. No one is going to do it because of this phone call. You want a bet? Yeah, I bet you a hundred quid. I've just, I've just, oh, that's a, that's a bet. I bet you a hundred quid. No one will get a new boiler because of this phone call right now. Right. I will ask the public now. Every time they get a new boiler from me, <laughs> I've got to give you a hundred pounds. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Les, you're bonkers, aren't you, mate? I'm boring and I'm a gas engineer. I don't give a damn. It's forty percent. Saving on your energy yeah, bill. Yeah, I, I think I, I got. I think it's forty percent saving on your energy bill. I'm not hundred percent sure. Either way, I've won that bet because if if, if, if they, no one gets a new boiler because of that phone call, I win money. But he misunderstood it, and if every boiler, boiler he installs, I get hundred quid. <laughs> I can't fail on this. Oh, that was fun. Um, Ashley, hello, Ian. We, we haven't got time for your call, I'm afraid. Uh, more of your calls after a, a little bit of this. You're in down Chris, shut up. I'm about to do the radio, mate. You don't have colons on a proper 24-hour clock. Yes, I've got a clock that, 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 that... No, my clock isn't 24 hours. If it's a proper 24-hour, you won't have colons. It has colons. But if it's a proper 24-hour military styly, then you will not have colons. It'll be 1828. 1828 hours. Well, I haven't got one of those. Well, then you're an idiot. No, you are. You shut your face? Y- yeah. What are you doing tonight? I'm getting your boiler. Oh, I'm 100 quid down. Line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, is this, um, Charlie and Worthing? Uh, What's his name in Worthing, the old fella? What's his name, Wally? Willie? Willie and Worthing? Is it Charles? Charles and Worthing playing live. Is this Charlie Coons he's playing? This, this isn't Flight of the Navigator or something, is it? It's something like that. I know what this is. What is this? Someone email in, in at lbc.co.uk. Come on, you, you can do this, team. It's Danny Offman. Ah, thank you very much, Danny Elfman, of course, who did the, um, uh, the, uh, Triple M music. I thought it was va- vaguely similar. Thank you very much. Excellent. Yes, line one, you're on the wireless. Uh, Ian, just regarding, uh, Chris's quote of the day... Yes, he doesn't date girls... who wouldn't date girls with glasses on. I, I was just wondering what he'd make of, uh, LBC's very own Jenny Eclair. Chris, I'll leave that one up to you. No. <laughs> yes. Mm. Line five, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. Hello, it's Kim. Hello, Kim. Hello. 
Now turn your radio off. Yeah, I'll turn it right down. Off. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I want to know what all this business with the boilers all about. How can buying a new boiler save you money? Well, it's oh god, Marty. So <laughs> because uh, it's it's they're more efficient than your your old boiler. So oh, therefore, right. therefore you l- use less energy in using them. So ultimately, you save money. Boiler off to be before you change it. Uh, well, that's a good question. If only I hadn't been winding that bloke up and I'd actually been thinking properly. Uh, yeah, see? Yeah. So, sorry, Kim. That's all right. I'll, no d- I'll try harder next time. Got people actually interested in this. <gasps> yes, line nine, you're on the wireless. Ian? Yes? Noel Edmonds has got a crinkly bottom. Oh, God almighty. That joke's 15 years old. Line four, you're on the wireless. Hi, it's Amber. Hello, Amber. I just want to say, brilliant, brilliant show. Um, keep up the good work. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm listening. Oh, okay. Um, and bye. Okay, bye, thank you very much. It was, it's been alright today. Mondays are normally a little bit... Uh, but today's been quite good, I thought. It's still time for... It could all still go wrong. We've got five and a half minutes. Uh, oh, line ten bottled it. Line seven, you're on the wireless. All this rain, Ian, I haven't had a chance to use my water sprinkler. Well, you should go out in the, and, and have a go at it, for goodness sakes. Line six are in the wireless, on the wireless. Uh, hello, Ian, it's Bryony. Hello, Bryony. Um, how are you? Yeah. Um, oh, it's a good show today. I was just wondering, because, um, I've been plugging you everywhere, like, on my Bebo and on Pixo. I was wondering, could I please be a correspondent? Uh, no. Correspondent list will be updated at Christmas. Line seven, you're on the wireless. Oh, it's the Sifu again, Ian. Hello, Sifu. Are you ready? Well, hang on, what's the score so far? It's two all. It's, it's, no, three, three, one, Ian. Shut up, I won it today, didn't I? No, you didn't win it. Oh, it was that question I couldn't answer. That's, that's question. That's not fair. That's well, not... You've got the chance, okay. uh, you know, to, to play for it now, you know. So, so what do you want to do, Ian? Bring it on. Let's have another one. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Sydney Poitier or Denzel Washington? Poitier. Jay and Silent Bob or Cheech, Cheech and Chong? What was the first one? Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, Jay and Silent Bob. Okay. Cliff Richard or Daniel O'Donnell? Oh, Richards. Oh, yes. Whoopi Goldberg or Oprah Winfrey? Whoopi. Woody Allen or Rodney Dangerfield? Oh, Woody Allen. Oh, yes. I'm just going to consult the panel. Oh, I'm, I'm sad to say this, Ian. Uh, you, you've won that one. Oh, come on, Sifu! Kiss it! <laughs> I like it! <laughs> Three, two, speak to you later. I like those challenges. I'm going to beat him, man. I'm going to beat him. Uh, let's go to line two. You're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello. Hello. Um, I was just calling in about your um, thing about beards earlier. Yes. And you mentioned false beards for sort of lower parts, and I, I just had to look them up on the internet. Mm. And I found out they're called merkins. Merkins? Like how, yeah. Like how George Bush said it. Just like how when he calls Americans, Americans. Yes. Oh, yeah, Americans. That's how you pronounce it. That's, that's so what he's talking about, yes. He's talking about Americans. Yeah. All he's talking about is wigs for your lower bit. W- wigs for your, your, your dingle dangles. Uh, line 10, you're on the wireless. Ian, hello, it's Piers in Walton on 10. Hello, Piers. Um, I phoned you and asked about uh, cockerels on churches a while ago. Oh, oh, yes, you did, yes. Right, and you remember saying that my answer from AQA was, uh, I think your word was guff. I've got the definitive answer. Okay. There was a papal edict in the 9th century. Rome declared every church in Christendom must be adorned by a cockerel, a symbol to remind Christians of Peter's betrayal of Christ. Yes. And it comes apparently from Luke 22:34, 34, 
where, wherein he says, I tell thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day, before that thou shalt thrice deny that thou knowest me. Here you go, mate. Well, thank you, Pierce. I was chuffed to find that out. <laughs> you, don't sound, you don't sound impressed at all. No, well, it's, it, <laughs> there are a few too many thous in it. I didn't make it up, mate. No, I know you didn't. I believe you. Oh, God, it's all kicking off. Yes, line five. If you just missed that bit of Ian Lee, oh, well, so did I. Thank you very much. <laughs> Line six, you're on the wireless. Oi, how are you, mate? Sid from Essex. Hello. Just to say that I think your show's improving with age. Thank you very, very much. There we go. That's nice. Uh, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello there. Hello. Hello, it's Nadia here. Hello, Nadia. I was just wondering, would you like to go for a drink with me? Um, um, I'm all right. You're all right. You're not thirsty. Sorry? Are you not thirsty? Uh, no, not that thirsty. Are you not hungry? Uh, I'm a little bit hungry, actually, yeah. Oh, well, would you like to go for dinner, then? Okay, yeah, fine. Okay. Uh, when? Tonight? I'm busy tonight, maybe next week. Okay, fine. Thanks, bye. God, wish, did you be saying, should we go for six, shall we? <laughs> right, six, you're on the wireless. Yeah, boring, is it? Five percent off your gas bills, you owe, owe you 200 pounds now. Excellent. Yeah. You don't understand how bets work, do you? I do understand how bets work. If you have everyone knowing about 40% saving on their bills, <laughs> and I pay you £100, I'm quids in, and you are quids in as well, my friend. You, you don't understand how bets work, but yes, I'll take that £200. Show me later. You have my number. Yeah, I, 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 will, never, I will never call you. Please phone me. You have before, because you, you phoned me before, because you were stalking me. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, Ian. Bye-bye. Bye, mate. Ian, Ian. Yes? You must have a cocky eye, because if you think Sarah Beanie yeah. and, and Lorraine, uh, Lorraine looks pretty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, I've got another thing to say to you, boy. Excellent. OK. Line three, you're on the wireless. I'm getting a new boy there as well. Oh, that's th- I made 300 quid. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad going, is it? Oh, well, that's worked out all well. Uh, hang on, we'll do that anyway, just to be on the safe side. He's banned for life. The little sod. We've given him a chance. He's banned for life. He's going to phone up and use language like that. Anyway, Clyde Bull 8, Big Quiz at 7, Nightly News next. I'll see you tomorrow at 3. Thank you very much. Good evening. This show is completely f- If Ian Lee in any way approaches being funny, he doesn't mean it. If Ian Lee starts to irritate you, then please switch off. Ian.